Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 71 of the ADV podcast. And uh, we have, well, again, something important to talk about today. One day we'll have something not important to talk about. Uh, we'll let you know. One day. Anyway, let's uh, saunter right into it. We're going to start out with what's new as usual, where we talk about what's new with regards to China and what's happening, etc., etc. And, well, we're going to start out with uh, a little bit of fun here, right? Yeah, absolutely. So... <laughs> Um, so for all you listeners out there that don't have a, one of these things called a screen, um, where you can see things, uh, it says free speech exists. And then it says China, I'm going to need to speak with a manager. And it has a picture of Xi Jinping with a Karen hair. Yeah. Um, this is from our subreddit, which mm. is reddit.com slash R slash ADV China. Just wanted to give a shout out to, uh, the boys and girls that put out the memes. Yeah, absolutely. Put some good stuff on there. So, yeah, we've got this thing here. Um, I think most people in the world know about Mao Zedong. Probably. Yeah. Chairman Mao. Chairman Some Mao. He's a very controversial us. figure. And it's something that I could not really always put my finger on. I couldn't yeah. really understand in China that he's still worshipped, even though he is responsible for so much misery and death. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the history books are rewritten to show him as a hero in China when you when you read about him in, in school, etc. But it's provable that his policies, even he's even been um, criticized by the Communist Party in the past. Yeah, so know? there was this thing, theory called the 60-40 theory, which yeah. is kind of the official narratives. And the 60-40 theory means that they teach that 60% of Mao's policies were correct and 40% were not really a mistake, but kind of like, oh, not so good. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, but he, that's kind yeah. of been reverted under yeah. the new leadership it's kind of they haven't gotten rid of the 60 40 theory what the, but what they've done is kind of stop talking about anything negative yeah um because he's deified the, the guy is awful he's an oh, awful he's the awful worst man. Awful dictator, dictator existed, you know yeah. if you read the books written by his doctor and so on he's a pedophile and he's a you know there's he's just like the worst kind of person you can imagine and under his leadership and uh, guidance you could say um, China was plummeted into this terrible sort of turmoil and famine and purges and people dying. And he riled up the Red Guard and he got families to rat each other out and, you know, just like There's public cannibalism execution. And all. He's a horrible, horrible man, yet he's still on the currency. Mm -hmm. And he's used as a, a way to control the masses these days by the Communist Party. They use him as a, a leadership figure to yeah. show how strong the party is, etc., etc., so it's a very weird situation where you... It, it's as if Hitler right, was still right now being worshipped in Germany. Right, That's exactly right. how it would be. If Hitler was on the money in right. Germany now, right. you know, and people were hanging his portrait on the wall, which they do, and all government offices and, and businesses would have a picture of Hitler on the wall, you know, and you'd have the Hitler medallions in the taxis as you drive around. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it is a very weird situation. Yeah. Um, however, maybe you can... Uh, Tell everyone what happened during the Olympics recently. So yeah, the, as a women's cyclist, they were wearing, as the Chinese team in the Olympics, they were wearing uh, Chairman Mao badges. Now, I'm not going to say that they're, they, that was their idea. It was maybe their coach or the Olympic Committee in China. But anyway, they wore, these, there, yeah, they wore these badges here. Now, up there. this pisses off a lot of people on both sides. The people that obviously, I would say the, the vast majority of the world hates Chairman Mao and thinks he's a horrible person. So they would look at that like, why are you wearing a symbol of, of murder and genocide, really? Sure. And then you have the other side, which got mad for a different reason. I'll tell you about that in a second. But anyway, you're not allowed to, according to the International Olympic Committee, 
you are not allowed to wear any political symbology. And yeah, this on is the podium. Very, on the podium. And this is very much political symbology. Yeah. It doesn't get much more political sim, sim, symbology than that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, so they wore this, and then it's now being uh, put into question. Like, there's a there's a freaking petition about it and stuff. Yeah, you know, our uh, one of our favorite artists and activists, Badio uh, Tsao, has actually started a petition. Um, you know, and it says there, why wear a Mao badge in the Olympics? Um, it says, it is a symbol for China's deadly cultural revolution. And Mao is a dictator who kills tens of millions of people, including my grandparents, with his crazy social engineering and political persecution for personal power obsession. Yeah. yeah. And it, there was a personality cult around him. I mean, yeah. it's, there still is a massive pers yeah. personality cult, something that uh, Xi Jinping is trying to emulate. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to use Mao Zedong as a as an example and he's trying to emulate him and he wants to be like him and have the same kind of leadership. And it's kinda of working. To it be is, unfortunately. I would say people are less in love with Xi Jinping compared to Mao. Mao mm. is more charismatic. Xi Jinping's not very charismatic at all, actually. He's yeah. very not likable, to be honest. But he's well, got the, Mao, he looks awful. Right, but he had so many back then mm. it was this new thing. Communism was like this new kind of you know, mm. Chinese communism is this new thing. But in China you have to fight with the fact that people want to play on their phones and like video sure, games and sure, stuff. Sure. Back then you were like we were kind of repressed through all these dynasties and now there's this new swish thing. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. It's but anyway, they uh yeah, so that's in question. I just want to bring it up because um it's just something ubiquitous in China. You will mm. literally see Mao's image everywhere, and yeah. not just not just on political stuff. Like people carry it as a good luck charm. Yes. And it's funny because Mao hated Chinese religion. He yes. tried to delete all of it. Chinese tradition, Chinese um, what's it called, like uh, familial worship. Yeah. Uh, he tried to get rid of money. Yeah. And now he's on the money. He tried and to get rid of China, the Chinese writing. Yeah, know, yeah. Actually, Chinese characters. Yeah, my point is, they try. Mm. He tried to get the things he tried to get rid of. Mm. They attribute him to. So, like, yeah. they deify him, use him as a good luck charm when he tried to get literally make of all, all of that stuff go away. Yeah, we've got those clips. Uh, we haven't loaded them up. We'll show you in the future of people actually bowing down and praying to you know pictures of Mao and stuff. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah, they pray to him. Yeah. I, I mean, is, at the end yeah. of the day, it's it's a shitty thing to go and wear something political like that on the podium. And there's an investigation. Yeah, so the flip side of that, which we thought was even this more funny. This is really hilarious. This yeah. is the, maybe the side you won't hear about in media. You guys are probably here. We'd like to think that every time we put something that's been covered in the media, we can offer a different perspective. Sure. So there is... This is the funny thing is if you go on the Chinese internet, it's now been scrubbed. But their mm -hmm. initial uh, talk was like, some people were like, hey, I'm kind of pissed off that this is illegal. Why can't we show our chairman Mao sure, sure. Then the other people were like, hey, this is the rules. You know, this mm -hmm. is life. This, maybe we should be more, we should be more, uh, we should adhere more to the rules of the, sure. of the Olympic Committee. We don't want people to look down on us, right? Yeah. But then... China actually, when covering the story, they actually started to censor, the, censor badges. the badges. Yeah, in Chinese state media, they censored the badges. Yeah, and that's because the, that's Oops, because sorry. this is under investigation right now. Right, right. And so they they censor the badges to, so that they don't proliferate like the the problem or exacerbate the problem. Yeah. And so it pissed off royally, mostly the the hardcore leftists and the the Maoists in China, sure. who get punished actually quite often by the CCP, which is weird. Yeah, it is. Weird. Um, if you're too communist, if you're too in love with like communism, mm -hmm. then you get punished in China. So these hardcore Maoists, like remember the university students, they got arrested. Yeah, they got arrested because for they're being right, too yeah. communist. Yeah. But anyway, um, you have to be like 
a full-on nationalist for China, but only within the boundaries of China that China allows. Yeah. So anyway, they got mad because they were censoring the the, the deified image that they sure. they worship of Mao. Yeah. And they were saying that's absolutely ridiculous. And they were starting to criticize the Chinese government for doing that, sure. which is crazy. Yeah, it it's is just, so it's weird. Wild. Thing. I mean, look, it's, protests, uh, I mean, political messaging on the podium is not something uh, that is uh, foreign to the Olympics because, you know, you'll get American athletes doing weird stuff on the podiums too and so on. But it's just, it's just bizarre that they go ahead and do this sort of thing, wear a Chairman Mao badge on the podium. There's no yeah. reason for that. There's not. And I think it could have been a good luck thing that the, the coach told them to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. Usually like, young people don't do yeah. that. I feel like it was just the coach. Be, it's going to be, be some proud Uncle Gambe. Wear, wear this, you know, genocidal maniac on your on your shirt. In Uncle Gambe, by the way, is um, an uncle. Gambe is, means cheers. Cheers. So yeah. an Uncle Gambe, there's a, a lot of expats used to say this amongst, actually, amongst Chinese people as well. And then it's your typical uncle, like yeah. the guy that's like middle Asian. He loves polo to drink. Shirt. He's, He's got the happy. keys on his belt. You know? We love a good Uncle Gambe. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, that type of that age person typically would would deify Mao. Yeah. Um, whereas a younger generation probably not so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Something a little uh, interesting, and that is, uh, well, I don't know who <laughs> this did is, this. Well, I do. Just take us out for a second. I put their name. Okay. Oh, you did. All yeah. right. So this is go. from our subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash China. This is from Surier. They, I don't know if they're the one. Oh, yeah, it says their name. Yeah. They uploaded cotton. Can From you give Cardi them a C? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll give you a little little. <laughs> so they actually uploaded that on Beat Saber, which yeah. Winston and I actually play. Yeah. So this is pretty fascinating yeah. to us. Yeah, it is. This is amazing to see. It's only like fifty nine <laughs> seconds long, but Beat Saber is a VR game. So you wear those VR. Do I have some laying around? No. Mm -hmm. uh, those VR goggles that you wear, and you have these two lightsabers in your hands, and you yeah. hit stuff to the beat of music. Yeah. And so people can upload music and stuff. But I love to think that someone out there is playing Cotton yeah. on Beat Saber. It's really. I'll hilarious. go play it. It's hilarious. We should play it after this. Yeah, we'll try it out. See if it's. Um, no, while we're there, don't don't go past okay. this. So we actually had an idea. Yeah. Um, a while back, we had a subscriber meetup that got way too big for our britches, and it was one of a couple times that we've experienced something very scary happen. Yeah, I mean, if you were there, uh, you'll know it was ridiculous. We uh, had they, a subscriber meetup yeah. at, at, a, at a restaurant, right? and we didn't expect that many people to turn up, but we thought maybe 30-odd people might turn up, but it was more like three. Usually it was 30 back then. Yeah, and uh, like we couldn't fit in the venue. It was in the parking Spilled lot. Spilled out onto the, into the parking lot. It was crazy, but during that event, there was a, um, a, a situation that I had to de-escalate. There was someone there that was uh, probably, probably going armed, to do yeah. something very bad, and I just managed to de-escalate it. And we realized that it was getting a bit too, a bit too dodgy. We have too many enemies, um, you know. We have more friends than enemies, but we have too many enemies that would take advantage of a situation if we had a public. Yeah, event. so I, I but wanted we to... love we loved it. No, we loved we, it. We it wanted was to you know to be able to connect with everybody and have a proper conversation and all have a drink or have a chat. You know, it was amazing. I just wanted I wanted to say a lot of people that were there they don't understand what happened. I always mm -hmm. see this. I was there. I don't understand what you're talking about. It was a great time. Yeah, we we all want to give give specifics. You wouldn't have known what happens because no. Winston took this person aside. Yeah, I de-escalated something that was probably going to be bad so yeah really bad yeah anyway so we decided going forward and that was back when we weren't even that controversial um mm -hmm. going forward probably not a good idea to have public events so 
we were thinking about something, and yeah. recently, Winston and I have been getting into VR. You can tell how you, how that happened. Yeah, my my wife got me um, the Oculus Quest Two for mm-hmm. my birthday. Um, it, it's an early birthday gift. My birthday is this month later, and uh, it was really cool. I always thought VR was a gimmick, and I've always been against it, but it actually turns out it's very cool. It's got to the point now where it's actually usable and nice. We were thinking about setting up um, uh, like a VR chat room in big screen which is a it's in beta right now but it's something it's you free can use thing. it's a free thing where you can actually log in and sit in a room and talk to each other but in vr so we've got a little poll it's in the links in the description yeah, and in the chat it's in the chat uh let us know if you're interested in joining something along those lines and you know we can elaborate later we don't need to go on about, on about it too long now but that'd be lovely to have a core group of people get together and have a chat and a people meeting. are saying oh you do a zoom meeting no the reason we want to do it in vr like this is because we can stand up kind of like and emulate a stage <laughs> sure right just like we would in a, a normal event and then have you guys sit down and, and talk and, we and can take chat questions and yeah. we can put things up on a screen and yeah. it'll be really nice kind of fun that could be fun yeah anyway um let us know vote in the straw poll there's one in the chat and in the description right now yeah. oh we've got something uh really special for you here oh i gotta do one more oh go one for more it. little pimp yeah um we are so close to hitting 100k subs mm. and it's a huge issue right now we've been demonetized on this channel how many times now in a row pretty much the last three or four videos yeah now the reason being is it's um we can't appeal it we no. can't appeal the monetization because we're not a verified account we're still too small Yes, um, you have to right. be 100,000 subscribers, then you get a check mark, and then we can actually appeal it and talk about why it shouldn't be demonetized. We don't have that option right now. So just a huge reminder to everyone, we're at 97,700 subscribers here. We're so close. Yeah. If you could tell your friends to please help us out, subscribe if they're interested. Sure. Um, and then also just make sure that you're subscribed, just to remind you, because last time we reminded you guys, we got like 3,000 subs. It was amazing. Because a lot of people were like, oh, I wasn't even subscribed. Yeah. So please, please, please make sure you're subscribed. That'd be great. Um, and then we'll hopefully, by the next episode, we'll have hit that mark. Absolutely. So guys, we've got a little treat for you. Uh, we have another rap. This time, who's rapping, Seamilk? Uh, the PLA. So People's the, Liberation Army. The People's Liberation Army is rapping. Well, let's set it up. So we love cringe Chinese raps, yeah. um, but only if they're about the government, because sure. that is the cringiest thing you could rap about. Yeah. I actually, that's funny. Uh, I posted some of that stuff on TikTok, and the Wumaos were like, how dare you? Like, these are not real rappers. Like, this is just school project stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this is on CGTN. This yes. is on Daily, uh, what's it called? People's Daily. People's Daily. You know? mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this is just some kid's project. Because no, yeah, they're so embarrassed by it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we won't let you get away with it. Nope. Um, there's more. This one's not in English. This is a uh, recruitment video for the People's Liberation Army. And they've done this before. Yes. We actually went, historically, we saw some of the raps they put out. They're trying to get this kind of like young male uh type that wouldn't normally not be interested in joining the army yeah when you're cool and hip you know right but when you and i were in china there wasn't a whole lot of promotion for recruitment um it's happening now and that is a bit alarming i'm not being tinfoil head like it's a little alarming how much they're pushing recruitment these days yeah uh so anyway they're trying to get this sphere of people a sector of people that normally wouldn't have entertained that idea and what they're doing is kind of getting these k-pop looking boys to put on like an army outfit and, and, and rap sing, and yeah. sing. We actually translated. Uh, yeah, we translated. We got this earlier. last minute. Yeah, so yeah. we just translated it. Um, well, the chorus anyway. Yeah. Let's take a look and see what the People's Liberation Army is going to, uh, well, how they're going to recruit you exactly. Let's see. 
为将自卫上，社会害怕生死如鬼，全力抵抗。替我强调，文章自尊之基，敌人心脏的睁开利剑。我们是开放的交织层，无惧无畏，战场风云巨变。请在这里绽放，这是中国，我从土不染。只要永远不会忘，用尽我力量捍卫立场。快递我们用抵挡，反我中华这绝不原谅。只身为国防，冲锋战场，我心胸大。Stop it on that last part. No, I just、okay. want to have that line. So,、mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, you shouldn't be recruiting people with garbage rip-off K-pop sounding. Actually,、rap. really it's bad. Rap. K- it's rap. It's, it's not r- K-pop. It's rap. Yeah, but the, the, not the chorus. That's、right. very K-poppy, like bad、sure. K-poppy stuff.、Um, I kind of like. I like the look of the guy when he's doing his thing. You know. Yeah, he's really. What is he going on there? It's like. Miracles, miracles are, are blooming inside. Oh yeah, we have to read、inside. it to the listeners. Yeah, that's true. He says,、uh, "Miracles are blooming inside." Is that the first line? Yeah. Okay. Miracles are blooming inside. Now, okay.、Um, I'll tell you one thing. If you're worried about like China being battle ready, I'll tell you one one battle they'll never win is a rap battle. Well, the Chinese rappers are actually quite good. Yeah. Okay. But not, not the state not the rappers. PLA. No. Not the, <laughs> no, no. Not the yeah, PLA. Yeah. Exactly.、No. Anyway, so it starts out with this. There's a guy and he's looks. I don't. What? I'm sorry. What, Somebody what? said BTS without the T. <laughs> BTS. <laughs> I mean, okay. This. I. I would expect that if you wanted to have a military campaign to get people to join the military, you'd want to get like a kind of a strong-looking military. Yeah, because be、like, they have、hey. plenty. Yeah, you do get them. There's、in、a fact, lot. You do see them in the rap segment a couple of them. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't play it all out. But yeah, yeah these guys are strong see, as hell. You can see some like macho-looking dudes. dudes. They're、mm-hmm. actual soldiers, probably. Yeah, and then you get this guy who looks like he's a teenager who's、right. just come out of a skin whitening clinic.、Uh, we had a discussion about why that might be. Yeah, and that's oh, he definitely came out of a skin whitening clinic. Before you <laughs>、yeah. think that's anything derogatory, the people do that no, in do. Asia. They do.、Um, so anyway, the, the reason、mm-hmm. we think it's they're appealing. Well, I don't know if you agree with me, but we think they're trying to appeal to a different demographic. Yeah, I think, I think not、so. like buff macho dudes. Yeah. So anyway, standing in front of a.、Um, You know, a Chinese military transport plane, which is a complete knockoff of a Globe Master Three,、um, you know, or something. Transport plane, right? Yeah. So he's、yeah. like, miracles are blooming inside. Yeah, I've seen the real versions of those before. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, this is China, and I won't give up.、Mm-hmm. So let's do that. This is、uh, get us out of there. This is China, and I won't give up. Faith will never be forgotten. You're not allowed to have faith in China. Yeah, you're not. Well, faith De- in the party. Defend your position. We bravely resist foreign enemies. Never forgive those who stand against us. It's just like yeah, Baowar, Zhonghua,、yeah. you know, whatever. Alone for the country. I guess like I'm, I'm for the country alone,、yeah. basically. Assault battlefield. Give my heart to the party. Yeah, I just wanted to end on that. Gives my、yeah. heart to the party thing. Yeah, I mean, this is something we.、Mm. Nationalism has always been promoted when Winston and I were in China, but more recently they've not been shy to just say, "No, it's not really nationalism. It's about the party, right? Follow the party." Yeah, yeah. that was not really a thing, right? When we were there, not as much. Not as much. It was always there, but it but was, it was kind of、yeah. cringe to say the dong all the time. If、yeah. you say Gongchan dong, that's like kind of. It was kind of like a. It's not cool. No. Now it's like a thrown. It's thrown around. Like we, our heart is for the party. Like、yeah. we live for the party, not for the country necessarily. That's correct. It's pretty、yeah. crazy to see. But we thought it was kind of cringe that the PLA is putting out recruitment songs because I'm just, I'm just picturing this. Let's say a hypothetical battlefield here. Yeah. Let's say they brush up with Vietnam again,、mm-hmm. or India. 
Yeah. These guys that are new recruits getting bust out there, they're like, shit, I'm actually going to have to put my life on the line. But in their mind, they're singing this song. They're like, and then they get amped up, ready for battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a pretty sad picture you're painting. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think using rap as a recruitment tool is kind of lame for the Chinese military specifically because rap is not a Chinese uh, art form no. and neither is the K-pop side of things either. I don't think rap in general should I don't think be, rap should be used as a recruitment tool for any military. For any military is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, at all. At it's all. It's just really a bad it's idea. Good luck. <laughs> it doesn't seem correct. Anyway, so now we've got another rap to add to the list. It's maybe not as cringe as it's some of the other stuff. It's much better musically. Yeah, yeah, as some of the other stuff we've shown you, but it is just still cringe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so that's for all the PLA LARPers out there. Yeah. You guys absolutely. can have a new tune to, to jam out to. Now, before we get into our main segment, which is about how, you know, China's youth has been just been ruined, and we'll explain that to you very shortly. We just have to answer a couple of super chats. So, yes. It's our pleasure. Mm. Uh, Square from New Zealand says, does self-deprecating sense of humor exist in China like it does in the West? No. Mm. Um, also, Cars of Playboy soon. We did one not that long ago. Yeah, it was, well, you say that. It was like two months. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> self-deprecating sense of humor, it's more slapstick in China. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll get a guy who, like, trips over on purpose, like, slapstick stuff. Yeah, but... And that could be kind of self-deprecating. Yeah, but not in, like, the British sense. No, no. Right? Never, like, never. taking no. the piss out of yourself. Not really a thing. No. Uh, long time, first time, says John D. Rocky. Thank you both. On a scale of one to ten, should I be hopeful about the news of Germany in the South China Sea? I think it's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Uh, not because of war aggression or anything, but holding the, the actual rightful crown of, of the international waters. Sure. For, you know, all the countries participating in defending that. That's yeah. fantastic. It's, good it's not just China's. Mm-hmm. Um, Power Shift says, uh, sorry, Paul Beatty mm-hmm. says hello from the UK. I believe he probably had a nickname growing up. Yeah. How's it going, Matey? Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed, Beatty, right? Yeah. Um, so thank you very much, Paul. Sorry sure. if we overused what you friends always said to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they always rhyme stuff. Yeah. Cockney, um, slangs, yeah. you know, like he's a right investment banker, you know, right. he's a right James Blunt. People can figure <laughs> yeah, that people out. People can figure it out anyway. Yeah. Power <laughs> shift says damn frozen seafood. I see Wuhan is completely locked down again and on yeah. wartime status. CCP says only three confirmed cases. So is that 3,000 or 3 million? I mean, honestly, yeah. that's should have been in what's new. Uh, yeah. But we figured you've probably seen it in the news. China's yeah. pretty much in full lockdown again. Now, what happened was uh, Jiang Jiajie, which is a very famous tourist attraction. It's very beautiful there. At yeah. least, that's where they least, filmed the Avatar. At least when the tourists aren't there, because they destroy oh, it every t- every year during like Chinese New uh, yeah. New Year or during any kind of big holiday, National Day holiday, they go it and they just crazy. wreck it. Yeah. But it recovers, and then it's really nice. So a bunch of people went there. It was a super spreader event, yeah. and they ended up going back to even into Beijing. And now Beijing has been so far; they've been very like careful and they've been like we're impenetrable like nothing's going to happen here but unfortunately protect the elite yeah unfortunately there were cases in beijing there were cases in in Qingdao, there are cases all over the country and they've had to lock down wuhan again and test everyone that means every single the millions and millions and millions of residents 10 million plus whatever all of them have to get tested again so it's kind of like back to normal there's panic buying people are emptying the shelves of the local supermarkets and things like that it's unfortunate but uh 
It's kind of like the beginnings of the pandemic again. And that's because we've got the Delta variant spreading very quickly. And it's all over the world. Yeah, I was actually chatting to a Chinese friend of mine. And he yeah. said that the problem is, is that they're not even allowed to talk about it too much. Like yeah. they're actually getting so paranoid because of the first time it happened. Mm. A lot of people know people that got in trouble for just not being whistleblowers, just mm. for talking about it too much. Like in WeChat groups. Yeah, yeah. Because the Chinese government was really upset when people in like a group of three or 400 people were like, hey, I heard so-and-so has coronavirus and they would shut the whole thing down and they started making it punishable, right? So yeah. my friend the other day, he was telling me a lot of people in these groups are paranoid to talk about, but the ones that do... What they're saying over and over again is like, we went full lockdown. Then we had our big celebration and said, hey, look, we defeated it or whatever. But people remember how harsh the lockdown was. Like when, yeah. not just when we always say welding people in their apartments and stuff. I mean, that didn't happen on a large no, scale. No. But the fact that you couldn't leave your you apartment. You couldn't leave. And some people could only allow one member of the household to leave for an hour. Yeah. And you had to have a permission slip to Correct. buy your things that's, and come that's back. That's what in. I was going to say. So yeah. he was saying... A lot of people had not just for not forgotten what happened under the severe lockdown the first time, but a lot of people, the government promoted the celebration and the opening up yeah, so much like, to make people kind of forget about it, right? Yeah, it's like, we beat this. We We're beat good. this. Yeah. But now there's inklings of the government doing another straight up crazy lockdown again, and people are not having it this time. Yeah. It's not like there's protests happening, but there's people that are very concerned and worried. They're like, we yeah. can't do this round two. Because China goes, oh, we do this hardcore thing, and we, we suffer. We, yeah. we eat bitter, as they yeah. say. We woman shakula. Yeah. And after we eat bitter, then we can, we can watch the rest of the world suffer while we have freedom to do whatever we want, because we suffered and we did the hard work. It's kind of yeah. like studying for a test, right? Yeah. I did the hard work and now I can celebrate, I'm done. But it doesn't work when it happens again yeah. and again and again. These kind of long-term, very crazy, harsh lockdowns, they work maybe once, sure. but they don't work over and over again. The people will get tired of it, right? Mm -hmm. So he was telling me that people are, it's a really catch-22 because people want to complain about it, but they can't. Sure. And they're also really concerned about how it's going to go be going forward. Yeah, it's pretty pretty awful situation. So there are a lot of people that are affected in China right now, millions and millions and millions yeah. of people right now that are currently affected by this new outbreak. And again, the government tries to play it out as if it's a foreign thing again when they say, oh, there were so many domestic infections. And, yeah. you know, like so many foreign... They've blocked foreigners from coming in for so long. It's getting a bit tired now that they keep trying to blame the outside world for bringing COVID into China. It's right. crazy because we all know it originated from Wuhan and spread from Wuhan. Right. But for some reason, they still have convinced everyone that it's an outside problem. Yeah, after closing their borders yeah. to you, everyone. You can't you just can't go, go to China now. You have right? to have your full-on like 21-day quarantine. Yeah. They're incredibly careful. Right. You know, it just so happens that this is a very uh, persistent virus and you're not going to get rid of it that quickly, especially in such a large population. Well, I mean, the the be all and end all of this is that it was never under control to begin with. No. China has always had an issue with it. And when people talk, I mean, I'm, ta I'm telling you, there were people in... Uh, getting it in uh, southern China. We right? saw that director who got fired just because yeah. there was one. That's they correct. Found, they found one case. I mean, they found of, one, right, case. one yeah. infectious case. And so the director of the health board or whatever for that area got fired recently. Right. And that shows you why they don't report it. Because yes. if the government, the central government or the your higher ups find out that there have been COVID infections in your town or your city or your jurisdiction, you lose your job. It's your head on the chopping block. So when you find out that there's like a whole village that's infected, you keep it under wraps. Correct. You just 
say it's a pneumonia outbreak or something else, or you just don't let it get reported officially because you're going to lose your job. That's right. So that's why it seems like everything's always under control. And that's why it looks like it's ravaging the West crazily is because the, the numbers are transparent. Correct. Anyway. Uh, Akosha Akosha says, finally made it to your live chat. Keep up the great work. And Bork Bork says, you got to understand China. Mm -hmm. And then somebody said, Zero Kiryu said, they do understand China. They both lived there for years and married to Chinese (laughs) ladies. Zero, I appreciate you sticking up for us. Don't worry, though. That's just an inside joke. That's an inside joke. You got to understand China. China. Anyway, um, are we going to move on? Yeah. Let's move on to a soft power hour. Oh, hold on. Bork said... Right. Okay. But wait, does wait, China understand back. them or even us? That was the conversation was <laughs> okay, over. They were battling it. through super chats. I got you. Okay. okay. Go Soft power hour where we talk about how the Chinese government is trying to change your mind or affect the way you mm. think about China through various <sighs> means. Now, this is a, a big one because it affects you and it affects me. We've had a lot of uh, a, a hell of a lot of experience in this field, and that is education. Yeah. Okay. Now. There is a billion-dollar industry in China, or I should say there was a billion-dollar industry in China, and that is the education industry. Like you can see in the background, we're showing some footage here. You can't go anywhere in China without seeing some or other language school or some kind of education training center uh, advertised, right? Yep. Um, And it's always been the go-to for foreigners as well who go to China is to, first of all, teach English. But then there's like a step up where I'm sure you've noticed this as well, right? Foreigners that become fairly successful and they want to branch out, they don't want to be a teacher anymore. What do they normally do? You included. DJ? No, I'm just joking. Start their own do? training center. Start their own training center. You know the DJ yeah. joke. There's a, yeah. there's a thing. It's yeah. the other foreign expert in China. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you start your own school. Yeah, and usually what happens is uh, somebody will, uh, with their wife Sorry, or their, you. you're right? Yes. Yeah, with their girlfriend or, you know, their Chinese, maybe someone they met and they've become good friends with a business partner, what they end up doing is they'll start a little training center. And it's fairly easy to do. Yeah. I mean, yes, you talked about the the difficulties of... It's very easy to do um, illegitimately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't need much, right? You put up a bunch of flyers around your... Gongyuan, what is it? Gongyuan. It's like Huayuan, maybe. Like your your garden, your compound, your... Yeah, or your Huayuan. Your neighborhood. Yeah, your neighborhood, neighborhood, basically. Um, So what you do is... And I'm just using this as as an example... I know a lot of people that did it illegitimately where they just kind of, like you said, put a bunch of flyers around or they just told people about it and they started a little uh, training center within their uh, in, in their apartment. They'll convert one of the rooms into a little classroom. Yeah. And they make a lot of money. It's a, definitely a way to do it. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't, you shouldn't say a lot of money. It's well, not by Western standards. maybe. But it's like a step up from being a teacher. Definitely. You get to run your own business. Definitely. Okay. Now, sometimes it's on a larger scale. Sometimes it's very legit and you sure. get proper. I know people who ran, you know, proper training centers, which are all set up in a nice big office building yeah, or like whatever. Yeah, huge ones, yeah. You know, big, on a big scale. I had max 25 clients. I might yeah. very small. Yeah, you had a you had a fairly small training yeah. center, but still, it was a, a made good decent business. money. It was okay, good, good yeah. business. Anyway, there are huge players like Wall Street English and EF and all of that that make huge amounts of money. They've got like I think what was a Wall Street has like maybe seventy branches, or is that EF? It doesn't matter. They they are big, yeah. they're big training. The whole training um, and after school extracurricular sort of training thing is massive in China. It's like I said. A billion dollar. 300 industry. branches of EF. Okay, 300. Is that crazy? Yeah, that's interesting. 300. So, 
The, the point is, this is driven by... Um, <laughs> Someone is saying on your B-roll, though, that was, you shot all these clips. Yeah. Uh, if you go back a little bit, yeah. it's just, this is going wild in the chat. It's called the whole child English. Yeah. <laughs> They're just you, laughing. Yeah, that. whole child English. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> you know, you teach the whole child, you know? It's yeah. in Chinese, yeah. what that means is like the, you're teaching their entire, everything. Their entire education. Yeah, not their body. Like no. <laughs> Whole child English, yeah. Oh um, my gosh, sorry. Yeah. Wall Street is one of the the big international companies that have made it into into China. Wall Street and EF are the two big ones. If you ever wanted to teach legitimately and get a good job in China as an English teacher, you'd go to one of those two. Everything else, like yeah. Happy Giraffe or whatever else, all, all yeah. a bunch of nonsense. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, this is all because um, education is one of the most important things in China. And we've discussed this in the past. It's part of the whole fam family system. The parents and the grandparents will sink all of their hopes and dreams into their single child because of the single child policy. And now maybe two children. But they, they, they put all of their hopes and dreams and they want that child to be as educated as possible. Because in China, education is incredibly important when finding a job. Yeah. It's more important than anything else. So when you apply for a job, the more education, the higher your scores, the better your education the better the job you can, can I, get. Can I throw a detail in there? Yeah. In in America, for example, if you graduate from, you know, Thomas Jones University versus like Yale, right? Yeah. Yes, you're going to have more prestige from what university you go to. But by and large, it doesn't really matter where you went to school as long as you got your degree mm -hmm. and you did well, right? In China, it absolutely matters where you went to school. If you go to like a crap third tier, eighth, eight, tier 88 college, yeah. then it's it's almost like not having a degree. Yeah. So it's very important that not only do you get a good education, but you go to special training centers like this that put you in an advantage to get into a better school later. Like yeah. a better college. That's correct. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Gaokao, as we all know, is a very important test that happens every year. It's and like that's, the SATs. It's, it, yeah, and it, it, it really determines whether or not you, as a child, as a high school as student, a whole child, yeah, yeah. as a whole child, <laughs> whether you get to go to a good university or a bad university or a university at all. Yes, yeah, that is know? correct. If you fail the Gaokao, you don't get to go to a university. No. You know, unless you've got super rich parents that can send you abroad to study or something. So education is so important that the normal everyday school education just doesn't cut it. All parents will send their, their children to extracurricular training. And it doesn't matter what it is. It can be piano or whatever else. But they send them for extracurricular math. And during any kind of holiday and on the weekends, they send them to various uh, different places. Or they have private tutors. This is something that I did back in the, in the day when I was teaching. You're not supposed to do it. It's kind of off the books because you work on your work visa. But everybody does it. Everyone who's worked in China as a teacher has done this before. You get one of the parents will contact you and say, listen, um, we'll offer to pay you. You come on the weekend to my apartment and you teach like three three kids from the neighborhood. I had, I had bosses. That's yeah. a, this is personal experience here. Yeah. So hopefully we can offer you something different than mm -hmm. the news. Um, I had bosses that in, in my universities. Yeah. So I would be lead teacher of this university in, in control of all the other foreigners, yeah. right? And in some of these smaller places. And the whole point was like, if I speak Chinese so I can help them do stuff. Right mm -hmm. now, during those positions, because I was in a semi position of leadership, the boss of the like the, the party bosses in some of these schools yeah. would kind of let me into their little inner circle. Mm -hmm. And they would be like, we have the expert, you know, he's the top foreigner in the sure. school. And 
he'll teach your kid for like a good amount of money, like 600 RMB per hour, you know, like almost a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah. That's, it, that's high. It's high, but it's because they can, they can also skim some. Right. right? right. And they can also say like, he's our top number one. Yeah, sure. So you actually get into these positions where it's very illegal. Like you're not allowed to work outside your contract. Yeah. But the people in the party will use you, yeah, the that's foreigner, the and pass you around, basically. Yeah, and your boss, it's, it's a weird situation. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. the whole point is that children, um, let's go back to the kids here, because that's whole, who we're trying to child. focus on here. Yeah, the whole child. Um, they have a pretty dismal childhood, I'll be honest with you, because I would be going on the weekends, going around to different places, and you know the kid's supposed to be having some time off, but they never do. I'm in there at the at the apartments all over the place teaching kids for a couple of hours mm-hmm. on a saturday yeah. and a sunday you know when they're supposed to be having fun no they're studying yeah you know and after school as well they go directly after school into a training center so for instance when i back when i was teaching kindergarten so this is right in the beginning i'd be teaching the kindergarten kids and then just across the way there was like a training center uh, and i can't even remember what the hell it was called but it doesn't matter because it sucked and I'd go. Di- <laughs> was it, I was half child English, wasn't it? <laughs> half child English. So I'd go directly after teaching kindergarten, finish my day's work, and I'd go over and work at this uh, training center. And I'd go up in there, and then you'd be training different classes of sort of middle school kids or whatever it is. But the kids, they finished school, and even the kindergartners would have their classes in these training centers too. So the kindergartners, remember, they yeah. finish kindergarten, and they go have something to eat quickly. Um, usually their grandparents pick them up, take them for something to eat, and then they take them directly to their after-school training center. So the kids are just being, you know, stuck in this, like, study regime. It's terrible, and they only get, like, back home really late, and then they still have to do homework. Yeah, so I would have kids that would show up. I mostly did adults, mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly trained adults. Sure. Um, and I would hope well, so. <laughs> and whole children. Yes, whole children. Uh, so they would send their whole child to my, my school. I had only had a few whole children, but they would yeah. be the ones that came the latest. You would think it would be the adults, right? No. No, they would come, and my secretary would let them into the, the, the whatever, and I would only want to play games with them at that point because I felt so bad. Because yeah. I would say, what, how was your day? They went to school. They got out at like five or six or something. Mm. They quickly scarfed something down. Then they had piano and then they had math. And then they had my class. So we're talking about they're showing up at my office like eight o'clock. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. And then they're like, teacher, I'm so tired. And then they go home and do their homework. I know. How old oh are these my kids? Goodness. Like 10? Yeah. 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 So it is. It's the problem is... 10, 12, yeah. It's kind of like slavery in a way, If the way I used to see it. It's awful for these young children. But, you know, when they, by the time they get to college, it calms down. Like, university is just a free ride. They don't actually have to do any work in university. Like, they just kind of coast through. And that's just how that, that system works. Once you're in university, you're guaranteed to pass. You don't actually need to put much effort into it. But everything leading up to university is a nightmare for children. Okay. But because there's such a hyper-focus on education in China... These companies that open up, these training centers that open up, make a huge amount of money. Yeah. Because it is such a big focus, the family will spend a huge amount of money on it because they want their child to have that competitive edge. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point behind mm-hmm. these training centers, right? So whether it is an English training center or a, you know, a language training center, those are the ones that we were mostly um, involved in. Yeah. Or mathematics or whatever else. Yeah, they all exist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they formed this over-billion-dollar industry yeah. in China. Okay, it's crazy. Now, recently, uh, the Chinese government, I mean recently as in like a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, you know, last month, they said, 
no, okay, that's it. We are no longer going to have this situation happening anymore. And they basically cut any kind of um, funding to these things. It's not allowed to be for profit anymore. They're cutting the hours down. These training centers are not allowed to operate on weekends. They're not allowed to operate on holidays. You know, all this kind of nonsense, which sounds good. It sounds like it's good for the kids, but it's actually, that's not the reason they're doing this. Let's go through some of the reasons why the Chinese government has decided to step in and actually shut these things down. Well, should we say what they're saying the reasons are? Sure. <laughs> uh, one of them is to promote childbirth. Now, mm. how would you explain that? How does well, that make sense? It's pretty straightforward. You see, the Chinese government has a demographic issue on their hands. Uh, we all know this. Most people know this, that they really are running out of uh, able-bodied, like, worker-age people. Demographic um, collapse is coming. Yeah, it's coming. So they put out this two-child policy. That doesn't work. People no. don't really want to have it. So then they're like, three-child policy. Go ahead. Have as many kids as you want. And they're like, nah. Like it, Now it's whatever. Yeah. Free for yeah, all. Yeah, just have as many as you want. And people are like, no, we're not going to have kids because it's too expensive to raise. It. Yeah, we can't afford to raise kids. And it is. It's really expensive to raise a child in China, you know, especially with the massive housing costs and all the other crap that's going on. So the Chinese government, in their weird way of thinking, they, they reckon, OK, why is it expensive to raise a child? I know why, because people are paying so much money for all this extra education. What if that didn't cost money or if it wasn't there? Then they'd have more income to have more children. Um, and that's honestly the main reason behind this, as far as we can tell, is they just want more kids to be born, and they don't want that excuse of it's expensive to raise a child to be around anymore. And that's not going to work. And this no. is something, again, we'd like to be more than a headline. So we can tell you something we've been saying 100,000 billion times. Yeah. China only does, uh, the CCP only does something until it's way too late. Well, they, right? yeah, that's the... They, they only do something. That's what I'm saying. They only yeah. do something yeah. until it's way too late. And mm -hmm. people always say, oh, it's great. One of the advantages of having an authoritarian country or a dictatorship is that at least stuff gets done fast, right? Yeah. The problem is the way China operates is that stuff gets so bad yeah. that they have to do something that's not even organic. It's not organic to go cancel a bunch of schools. No. It's not organic to go, here comes the hammer down. Now we're going to ban after school education, yeah. right? That doesn't work like that. Chinese people are not going to be okay with that. No. That's not going to make them wake up tomorrow and say, hey, we're going to have more kids. No. This is some bizarre knee-jerk reaction that they had in some stupid low-level or high-level party meeting mm -hmm. where people can't uh, disagree with each other yeah. and the yes-man gets to walk away with his solution that he probably came up with at the last minute, yes. even though the educational minister was probably trying to keep his eye or supposed to keep his eye on this entire situation yeah. and never did because he was too busy drinking by Joe sure. and too busy being corrupt and taking bribes that he didn't actually do his job and this happens across the board this is how china works yeah why else do you see china in the headlines so often normal countries you're not going to see in the headlines very often about government policy because it's boring it's something that happens over a period of time sure. it's like steering a ship right yeah. Yeah. china you see these crazy things i mean my mom sent me an article about this today yeah there's no reason my mom should know about foreign ministry of education in, in China. Yeah. But it becomes massive headlines because of the most in, inane, drastic measures that the CCP does yeah. when it's too late. They do the same thing with motorcycles. They yeah. let the problem get out of control, and then they have to have this archaic the street vendors. Band. The street vendors, they come in and 
Get rid of everyone. Peer-to-peer lending. Peer-to-peer yeah. lending. Cancel everything. Make it illegal. Completely illegal. Ban people. Jail people. Yeah, Bitcoin. They have Bitcoin. All this stuff. They have yeah. to come up with very harsh ways of dealing with something because yeah. it's too late. And yeah. oftentimes, it's not a solution for the problem at hand. Yeah. Just like we're seeing right here. Yeah. Right? It's insane, and I don't think this is a long-term solution for China, and it's going to have huge ramifications, which we'll yeah. talk about right now. Yeah, well, okay, look, there's a couple of things that we have to add on to this. Now, China for the, the, I should say, Xi Jinping and the CCP for quite a while now have been trying to get rid of any foreign influence in in schools, all right? For instance, banning any kind of foreign materials. And any kind of foreign materials that come in, had to be censored anyway and looked yes. into. But now they just want to get rid of all foreign training Correct. training materials. Uh, they want less foreign teachers. They, yes. You know, they really are trying to close down. And it's it's very disheartening to see this happen. This is part of it because a lot of these training centers, they hire foreigners and, you know, they've got foreign teachers. That's the, the appeal. Okay? Yes. But now what they've also done is they've also targeted online yeah. training as well. Yeah. Now, before we even continue with this... Um, China, the Chinese government comes out with all sorts of, uh, you know, new laws and new decrees every every so often, and usually it doesn't have any impact. They'll say, we're going to change this, but it's just a face move, and nothing really results from it. But That's why we've never taken that yeah. kind of stuff seriously. But this time, there are results. Yeah. I've been reached out. I'm going to read a couple of things here. Um, for instance, um, here we go. Somebody reached out to me. <clears throat> I'm not going to share their identity, of course, because I don't want anyone to get into trouble. But they said, uh, if you need an insight into just how the recent regulations on extracurricular classes are affecting teachers working from outside of China, I'm free to comment. Our company just informed us of, uh, of the terms of what can be described as a slow wind down to state-sponsored redundancy. Okay. <clears throat> The ban on hiring foreigners outside of China means anyone's contracts will not be renewed. So once you reach the end, that is your lot. He's talking about doing this online teaching. Now, you've got all that, what is it, um, VIP English, mm -hmm. ABC English, all this kind of stuff. And it's, there's thousands of them. Yeah, there's a, there's, it's become a big industry now where you don't have to be in China to teach anymore. Yeah, you can teach from here. It makes sense with the coronavirus and everything. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you can, it's kind of like you have a, a Zoom call, but, you know, it's not really Zoom. They now use their own built-in like in-house And you have apps. curriculum. Yeah, you have curriculum. Oh, by the way, the CCB watches you when you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just so you know. Um, he said, they have a put, they've put a stop to all new trial classes, which were the free class they offered to parents to help them see how the children would react to the online classroom environment. So those have all stopped. So with no new classes and a stop to the hiring process of new teachers, the goal is to work through all the ongoing classes until all the individual courses are completed. Okay, and then that's just going to be the end of it. He says, <clears throat> he says, I've been working for this company since XYZ. I don't want to give out his uh, you know, details. But some veterans have been teaching with them for seven plus years. <clears throat> They've seen all the iterations the courses have gone through, from the ad hoc Skype Zoom calls to the more recent version of using an in-house developed app. Mm -hmm. Not all of my students were middle-class kids, but quite a few were. One of them I recently learned is actually the son of a diplomat. And he said, oh, I forgot to mention that two-thirds of the staff at the Beijing headquarters have been laid off over the past few days. So the company is down to only um, those who need to keep things running for as long as possible. So They're ramping down. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's from the online teaching and, of course, the, the headquarters there as well. 
I've got other friends who teach for training centers and stuff who've yeah. been sharing, and I can't share this information with you on the screen, but they're sharing WeChat posts from their bosses saying that, sorry, you know, like we're cutting all the foreign uh, classes out. We're, you know, going to cut your hours down to X, Y, Z, or we're just not going to have, you know, classes. They're, get, they're getting rid of a lot of the foreign teachers. It's it's insane. You know, they, um, they've... Uh, basically told private businesses that you have to become non-profits you cannot yep. be for profit anymore yep. you're not allowed to have uh you know foreign teachers anymore a lot of them you can't include hire any more foreigners you know so it's it's actually having an impact and this always happens with chinese laws and regulations it's always a he should see you know it's a hearsay thing it's a weird situation it's a bit of a limp biscuit situation yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> what you have to do is you actually have to know people and talk to people and they'll tell you oh yeah look our training center just closed this you can never really get a clear oh, picture oh that's just of it. you're giving me like ptsd about thinking about how never knowing what the policy actually is yeah it's and so what we can tell you anyway from our point of view knowing people who've reached out to us and and uh, people that run training centers and so on is that it is real yeah and that it is yeah. affecting jobs there are millions of jobs on the line here yeah. across china not only that, but things like um, investments, foreign investments. This has been a big sector yeah. for foreigners to yeah. invest in is this whole, you know, the whole tutoring and, and training center thing. So, you know, a lot of foreign investors are now out of money. Their stocks have dropped drastically because of this new uh, law coming into effect. Again, a big warning. Don't invest in China. Don't do it unless you're 100% sure you know what you're dealing with because the laws can change like this. I'm pretty sure a lot of people that were investing money in these training centers and things didn't expect that all of a sudden they would be made redundant, you know? No. So it's getting to a point where uh, it's it's pretty crappy, and it's going to be bad for the kids too because, you know, this is not going to put an end to it. No, 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 no. Mm. We're going to see a massive gray market open yeah, up. a black market. A black market. So yeah. we had some some theories here. You'll see China often do things to get around. Like, for example, when they started selling sex toys, right? Yeah. They The government didn't want to outwardly ban sex toys because there's a huge sex toy in, industry in China. And they have all these expos and stuff. And the fact there's factories at the wazoo. Yeah. And if you think about it, you're making a ton of these, let's say, dildos or something, right? Right. That you're exporting to the West. Mm. There are a ton of them that don't make the cut that you could sell domestically, right? So the right palms were Greece, and they never ended up getting banned. However, they didn't want them out in the open, yeah. right? So that, you know, originally what, what was called a sex shop yeah. is now called, like, an adult shop. Yeah. And it has to have a curtain and yeah, something like this. Yeah, Yeah, or it a qingren yongping. Like yeah, or a qingren yongping, uh, tools for for lovers, basically. Yeah, tools for lovers. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Chengren and Yongping as well, which means like adult adult yeah. tools. Right. Anyway, so um, you'll see ways around that. Now, that's one that was done successfully. This has been a full-on ban. Yeah. So what this is, is you're going to see people... We came up with a funny, funny one that might not be far-fetched, but yeah. you'll have a foreigner that is teaching you how to play accordion yeah, instead, yeah. right? And it's like a music lesson class, right? Yeah. That somehow is like allowed. But what you'll see is the accordion is in the corner, and then actually there's a desk, and they're just teaching English. Well, there's some right? people that uh, you know run training centers. They've been joking around about how what they'll probably end up doing is setting up a dance class or something, but it's all taught in English or something like that to try and get around it. You will get this. Don't forget that there's a lot of sort of black market training going on anyway. Like I mentioned, those private classes that yeah. I used to teach. Yeah. That's not on the radar anywhere. No, no. I got paid cash in hand. Me too. You know, you go, you go to someone's apartment 
they're not coming to your apartment, so you may as well just be like a guest coming around for tea, you know? How do they know? So that's still going to thrive. There's still going to be ways. The, the problem is it's just going to make things a lot more expensive for the parents now because now they're going to have to pay extra because the demand's going to be higher. Because think about it, if there's no longer a training center for them to send their kids to, they want to hire a foreign uh, teacher or, or uh, any kind of teacher to come yeah. in. Math teacher. It could be, so it could be a local Chinese uh, teacher, professor, whatever. That person's going to be in so much demand around that neighborhood that he's going to be able to charge a very high price. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of what I used to do as well, you'd go and one of the parents would sit up in their room and have all the kids from the neighborhood come. And you'll have that kind of thing going on, but it'll be in so much demand that it's going to end up being more. It'll have the opposite effect that what, of what they want. It'll end up costing the parents more money to educate their children because that, that whole... I don't know how to put it, but um, that, that whole thinking and that whole culture of putting so much emphasis on your child's education is not going to go away. No. So they're just being dumb. as you now, now, this is also a huge symptom of something much bigger, and this yeah. is probably what you won't read in the headlines. This is, um, this is, this is a sign of China closing down. Now, yes. whether when, what Winston talked about is probably not going to be successful, full-on full successful. We, yeah. we are seeing actual ramifications of the, this law. Yeah. But... The, you know, throw throw the gray area stuff aside. This is actually just a symptom of China closing off more than it already was. China is now in a period of actually just shutting down to the yeah. outside world. I, I genuinely believe we're going to see going forward that China does not go into another period of opening up yeah. and gradually closes down more and actually shuts out the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, unless it's some Belt and Road Initiative countries that are being friendly to it. Mm. So this is another symptom of, hey, we don't want you here anymore, foreigners. And we've been saying this for uh, maybe two years now, but this year especially, I really, really would advise um, against considering China for employment if you yeah. are a foreigner. Um, things are just going to get worse and the xenophobia is going to go up, not down. There is yeah. not, despite what the CCP's propaganda says about wanting to be an international player and understand the world, yeah. that is not what's happening in Correct. China. It's the opposite. And it's actually having an effect on another law that you won't read about in the news. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which yeah. You can let's, go let's, forward let's to. bring this up because this is kind of part of everything. So we're just going through all this uh, random. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So we found some documents mm -hmm. um, from the Shanghai uh, Education Board. Yeah. And Shanghai is kind of, I mean, I guess you guys know what Shanghai is. It's the is, most but, international yeah. city of China. It's, you know, it's called the, the Pearl of the Orient or, you know, it used to be called the Whore of the Orient. It's had many different names, but whatever. We all know that Shanghai has always been the most sort of international, yeah. most cosmopolitan, most sophisticated city of China. And even to this day, when you watch Chinese TV, they like to glamorize the 1930s and, you know, like what it was like back then. And it is and it has always been the biggest international city. So usually when you have these more kind of draconian lockdown things or these rules they do affect china but shanghai kind of always isn't part of that you know you get shops and uh, international chains in shanghai that you won't find anywhere else in the country for instance it's always been an exception yeah there's a there's a, a little bit of lore ccp lore for you guys out there the shanghai faction it's called yeah and the shanghai version or the faction of the ccp is very much in like Let's let corruption go rampant and capitalism, whatever. That's fine. Sure. Um, we'll let the people kind of do what they want. Mm. That's Jiang Zemin. Yeah. Uh, his Jiang Zemin. Yeah, the guy, that kinda, the guy that's very, very old. He's my yeah. favorite CCP yeah. leader just because he's such a 
such a character. Yeah, you'll recognize me. He looks like a frog. Yeah, and he speaks English. Yeah. Um, you'll see him on YouTube in old Mike Wallace interviews sure. and stuff. But anyway, so uh, the Shanghai faction is very much opposed to the Xi Jinping faction, the current yeah. faction that's in power. They're very, they're quite pro-capitalism stuff. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're not by no means saints, by the way. Sure. Just throwing that out there. But um, the Shanghai faction has made Shanghai kind of the place that's different than the rest of China. Yeah, it's in mainland China, and yes, if you're a, if you were like me or you, you wouldn't be safe in Shanghai. The, the yeah. national law still affects there. Sure. But by and large, people get away with more in Shanghai than they would in other parts of China. Yeah, and it's it's really a different place. It's very different yes. to most of China. You don't feel necessarily like you're full on in China. It's kind of like New York is not right. representative of America. Of t- you wouldn't say, "Oh, I've been to New York City." It's just like Texas or Arizona right? or Arizona or yeah, something, right? Exactly. Um, so we found these documents, and actually, what they're saying is that um, in primary school, yeah. Elementary school for you Americans out there, they are going to institute Xi Jinping thought as yeah. part of the curriculum. Must be. And I actually was thinking, well, I was talking to Winston about this. I don't think most people are going to react like too crazily about that, but you have to understand what the implications of this are. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what Xi Jinping thought is, we're going to go through, we'll go through the 14, like just very summarize it for you. But, you know, this is a problem with these kind of dictators and these these crazy personality cults. As you get someone who comes along who suddenly thinks that his thought is now something that everybody must follow. I mean, think about it. Mao Zedong had his little red book. Everybody had to carry around this little red book, which I wave around like this, and it has like quotations and poems and stuff of Mao Zedong. Uh, Xi Jinping has his app. Yeah, yeah, Xi Jinping has an app. Gaddafi had his little green book. Correct, exactly okay? the same. And it's just a bunch of ramblings of a crazy madman who's drunk on power, and yeah. he needs his citizens and everyone else must follow him. And, you know, they, they did. If you look at Mao Zedong, how he whipped everyone up into this, like, fever, and they all used to carry around his red book and worship him and worship this book. This is what Xi Jinping wants. Now, Correct. If you are a government employee in China already, you have to take a test all the time to see if you know Xi Jinping thought properly. You have to do this thing on your phone. It's like so an many app. people cheat. Yeah, they cheat. But every day you have to, you know, read the the Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping thought. thought. You have and to do it. Back then, when I used to go to go, I we I often go to Chinese government websites to find material yeah. for us. And before it would be like this commie shit that you would always see with the, the usual dubs flying around, yeah. hammer and sickles, but. Yeah. Now, on a lot of these, it says Xi Jinping thought, and it has Xi Jinping clapping with the clouds, and it's, it precedes everything that you yeah. read. He is becoming the most important thing yeah. in China. Yeah. Well, he is the most important thing. More, More important than communism. Yeah, than the party or yeah. anything. He is, and his thought, it's almost like he's trying to elevate himself to the level of a godlike you know, being. Absolutely. Which that's, is what, that's the cloud imagery and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and that's what you found with Mao Zedong and what you yeah. found with tons of other dictators in the past. So we're going to go through, we're going to read you. Just put it on the next slide first, because okay. I, uh, I just want people to understand oh, yeah, what, yeah, the, yeah. We'll, what we'll it see. would look like for some imagery. Yeah. Uh, and you'll find it around on banners. This is something we started seeing. And you know, it's weird. I didn't see Xi Jinping thought stuff pop up in China in like even at the beginning of his leadership. Yeah. I saw it pop up towards like the, the, the end, end of us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like I started seeing it more in 2017 and 2018. Yeah. In 2019 is when definitely when like, I really I noticed in my neighborhoods and stuff more of the communist symbols yeah. and more of the like what you see in the background. We started getting it in 2017 and where I lived. Yeah. 
Um, just they usually start out in smaller places. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, you'll see a lot of the banners about Xi Jinping thought and stuff, and this is uh, the English translation. Why do they have to have like the the Xi Jinping? Why is it always going to be like the nineteen big this? It's always oh, whatever. It's always like the four big principles, the yeah. six bads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, yeah, strike the four, down the two evils. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to go through these 14. We'll read them to you and try to give you an explanation. Yeah, so the 14 principles of Xi Jinping thought. And this is, again, so you can get an understanding of what he, the principles and of this, this are. Now, this uh, is of course, this is what children have to learn now in middle school in Shanghai and everywhere in the country. And this is replacing things like English, right? Yeah. There's there, there's no... I forgot to bring this up. Yeah. They're actually getting rid of the English final exam for the primary school students. And they're yeah. starting this in Shanghai. That's a big big deal because yeah. you're telling the world we don't want to be part of the international community anymore yeah. we're not going to focus on english but they're right? they're terribly worried that um through the language the ideas mm. and the thoughts of the western world might you know permeate their Correct. The minds of the children you see I, I mean you already had a huge problem with english level like oh my gosh don't even get me started on china's like their english aptitude uh mm. test that actually they get into international statistics with this somehow mm. that ranks them higher than like taiwan can, can you tell me who mm. has better english china or taiwan <laughs> i mean it's yeah it's, of course taiwan but it, it's crazy what they do is they say china has the Largest amount of English speakers in the world, which is true because of the population. Yeah. But when you say English speakers, you're talking about people that can say, hello, my name is. Yeah, and yeah, but yeah, yes, there are people that speak good English. Absolutely. But by and large, China's English program is way below most other countries I've been to. Most Chinese people that I know are fairly good at reading and writing yeah. English because they have that rote memorization right. and that's how they learn. But when it comes to spoken Speaking English, it's, been, it's a, it's a huge issue. And no one can ever, ever try to pretend that China has a good aptitude of English no, because but they we have do. traveled around the entire country. Right. And if we couldn't speak Chinese, we would never be understood no. wherever we went. No. The only place people speak English to any level of like normalcy that you could consider to be kind of on an international level are in places like Shanghai and Beijing. Yes, and what I wanted to say is the um, the the countries that have this English aptitude survey, right? Yeah, that yeah. go into this ranking, they test the whole country. Yeah. You know what China does? They test like a city in Zhejiang yeah. and like Shanghai, or so they pick the hand pick these parts, yeah. and like this represents our entire country, and it's sure. like the elite schools of these sure, areas. It's crazy. Anyway, so these are the fourteen principles of Xi Jinping thought. This will be taught to every child. Yeah, in, and obviously from primary in depth. School. We're just going through yeah. the headings of these. So the first one says. Ensuring Chinese Communist Party leadership over all forms of work in China. That's, you have to understand, this is the doctrine yeah. of current China. Yeah. Not make money, not let's get rich together, not let's all be happy and... Ensure and the Chinese Communist Party, Party leadership over all forms of work all in China. All forms. You read the second one. The Chinese Communist Party should take a people-centric approach for the public interest. What does that even mean? Yeah, I... Um, yeah, I don't really know. A people-centric approach. So I guess they're trying to say the Communist Party is for the people, you know? Uh, of course, the People's Republic of, of China. Yeah. Okay, the third one. The continuation of comprehensive deepening of reforms. So some of the reforms, this is this is an issue. Yeah. Um, Xi Jinping is alluding to this idea. This gets pretty deep. <laughs> but it alludes to the fact that under uh, Deng Xiaoping, which mm -hmm. is the leader after Chairman Mao, uh, under Jiang Zemin yeah. and under Hu Jintao, there was a necessary period where China needs to get wealthy and just experiment with capitalism, right? Yeah. 
And this is always the fear is that, well, I was going to say that the uh, actual, the the thing that made people so excited about the future of China is that they thought they'll stay in this period forever. And because Mm -hmm. of capitalism, because of freedom, because of wealth, they'll break out of it and democratize and liberalize. The problem is in the the constitution of China, it's always been, we're going to play with money for a little while. And then when we get to a certain level, we'll go back into Marxist socialism. And the deepening of reforms, this is what Xi Jinping thought is, is that We've already done that experimental period, yeah. And you'll see this later in the uh, in 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 the fourteen principles. But yeah. Xi Jinping had to declare victory over poverty so he could officially say we've done that part. Yes. We don't need to get any richer anymore. The Chinese mm-hmm. dream is to be moderately prosperous, not yeah. rich. Yeah. And now we can go into a hardcore Marxist yeah. socialist. Yeah. System. Now we can reform into the, the right. bad stuff. That's kind of what he's going for. Anyway, the next one is. Um, adopting new science-based ideas for innovative, coordinated, green, open, and shared development. And that's why you see so many green lies in in China. They have to do it. It's in Xi Jinping thought. Mm. So there's actual departments of the government that will go out there and actually adhere to a certain principle. And one of those is we have to be the world leader of green technology. Meanwhile, they're opening up more coal power plants than anywhere else in the world, outputting more carbon into the atmosphere than ever before. And more than all... Developing countries combined, you know, right. it's ridiculous. But for some reason, these morons out there on the internet keep saying, yeah, look, thank at, you for look, bringing that up. look at China with its great green initiatives. Yeah. It's so much better than the U.S. It's so much better than... A- what are you talking I mean, about? It's bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors. They keep saying, look, Quite literally. we are doing... Yeah, it's a lot of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot and, of mirrors and, yeah, that mirrors. look like uh, no, they use solar the panels. For the solar panels, yeah. <laughs> They say, look, what we're doing, we're having all these green initiatives. We have all these great plans that we're doing, and we're doing this and doing this. But what they don't say is that, yeah, we may be doing all this stuff, but at the same time, we're also destroying the environment in, a, in an astronomical way. Non-reversible way. Completely. So they're not actually better at anything. They're worse when it comes to the environment. In, in, the, in, the, like, in the worst just, way you can think. You have no idea. If you look at the actual data, rather than listening to these stupid yeah. fluff pieces, oh, look at this great solar farm, look at this great you know, planting trees thing or whatever. If you actually look at the damage that they're doing, it far, far outstrips any of these programs. And all these programs are badly implemented anyway, and they're not to the benefit of anyone, really. You no. know, it's ridiculous what they're I, doing. I had a, an argument the other day with someone, I think I brought this up last time, but was arguing with someone about this, and they were like, well, the U.S. is getting worse with carbon emissions, whereas China is becoming a leader in reduction. And I'm, I literally look up the graph. You can look up the gosh darn graph sure. in China's off the gosh darn charts, yeah. whereas America is receding. Yeah. And actually becoming carbon conscious. So yeah. whether, well, it doesn't matter where you stand on that issue. China's getting worse at carbon yes. and America's getting better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's empirically proven. Well, and Europe and all that too. Of know? course. I so, just said, just, just based on that argument. Right? Yeah, I got you. Um, so the next one is uh, following socialism with Chinese characteristics with people as the masters of the country. Now that select a few people. That's the joke, right? Yeah. Now socialism with Chinese characteristics, for, for those of you that don't know, is... We are the Communist Party of China, right? But we're just going to be an authoritarian capitalist society because all the commies will be like, what the hell? Like, why yeah. are you guys using free market capitalism? Yeah, why are you buying LV bags and stuff? What's going on? So the Chinese characteristics is actually, 
we're going to be socialists, but we're not going to give you any social programs. Yeah. But we'll still have full authority over your life. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to be communists, but yeah. you're not actually going to get any benefits of communism. My favorite are these yeah. TikTok propagandists. A lot of tankies and a lot of mm-hmm. uh, the Chinese propagandists, like the actual Wumos. Yeah. And what they'll say is, how dare people call China communists? We're not communists. We can go buy stuff. We can do this. It's like, dude, your, your party is called the Communist Party sure. of China. Sure. You can't get around that. I mean, at the end of the day, whenever you see this with Chinese characteristics thing, it's just an excuse. excuse yeah. All it means is we're going to do whatever we want and, you know, we can change things up. We're not going to adhere to anything. We no. just do whatever we want. And if you complain about it, we'll just say, well, it's because it's with Chinese characteristics. Correct. You know? yeah. That's it's that kind of thing. It's kind of yeah, like um, so. Olympics with Chinese characteristics or something. Correct. Okay, so what's next? We have... Um, uh, Governing China with rule of law. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I mean, still, it, it, this is, this is um, Xi Jinping's thought. What a thought to have. <laughs> imagine, imagine governing a country with rule of law. I mean, the fact that, it, that it's a thought means it's not a, a reality. Okay, it's just, I would like China to be governed by rule of law. Yeah. That's my thought. This is what we have to teach kids in school because it's not a reality. The reality is you <laughs> oftentimes say things. Yes. And then at the end of the day, it's projection for what you don't do. Yes. There is no rule of law in China. There's no independent judiciary. No. So you can't have a rule of law. No. It's whatever the party says. Yes. If they want you to be guilty, you're guilty. And you can't fight that. That's not yeah. a rule of law. No, you hire a lawyer. They get put in jail too. <laughs> yes. All, to be a lawyer in China is horrifying. It's just why would anyone even try? Yeah, people do. Yeah, they, I don't know why. They're like the first scapegoat of any problem. It's the worst. Uh, next one is practice socialist core values. Um, those are the whole, those are our favorite. We should have put up. Oh, a we picture. should have put those up. Socialist core values. I'll just, I'll, I'll pull yeah, them up. you can pull them up. Um, yeah, we'll we'll read through those very quickly. So practice co- socialist core values, including Marxism, communism, and socialism with Chinese characteristics. Meaning again. none of those things. Yes. Just authoritarian. Okay, here are the core socialist values that um, China puts up. And you and see, see these signs. Everywhere. Everywhere. We've got footage of yeah. these signs. They're all over the place, like train stations and stuff. So what are they? The first one is prosperity. Mm-hmm. The next one is democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, democracy is a core socialist value? Uh, apparently, when you're a 9 out of 100 and ranked like the third lowest in the world for freedom. <laughs> I, just didn't think, I just didn't think it was a core a- socialist value. Apparently, a core socialist value is democracy. Yeah, okay. Civility. I like that. Harmony. Mm. Of course. So it's all got to be about social good... harmony. Yeah. Hushia. Yeah. is like the go-to... Harmony is the go-to Chinese word for the Communist Party. And if you disrupt that harmony, you go yeah, to jail. Go so to that jail. can mean anything. Yeah. Next one is freedom. Okay. <laughs> equality. Mm. Justice. Well, equality, if you, unless you're only a Han, Han majority. Yeah. And definitely not if you're a minority. And yeah, if you're a, a man in the Communist Party. Yeah. Justice. Mm. Rule of law. Here we go again. Yeah. Patriotism, dedication, integrity, and friendship. Mm, super friendly country. We've seen that very, recently. Very, very friendly. So uh, that was that, that's yeah. in there. So practice core socialist values, including Marxism, communism, and socialism with Chinese characteristics. Right. Okay. Next one is improving people's livelihood and well-being is the primary goal of development. Improving people's that's a livelihood. quote by the yeah, way. That's a quote from, yeah, Xi, Jinping. from Xi Jinping. Improving people's livelihood and well-being is the primary goal of development. Would, you, would you, let me think about that for a second. Hmm. <laughs> that's definitely not common sense. No. That is definitely some an abstract thought. I'm glad he came up with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Next one is coexist well with nature, with energy conservation and environmental protection policies and contribute to global ecological safety. That is the worst thing for uh, China to be saying. I'm sure we all know what's been going on with the flooding, and that's due to the bad damming practices when it comes to diverting rivers. Mao Zedong himself was the one who said we must conquer nature. He killed all the sparrows. Look at the attitude exists today. Yeah. Look at what's going on with the, the illegal fishing fleets, which are of course state sponsored and condoned. It's like a militia that go out and destroy the earth's uh, you know, oceans. Look at the way wildlife is treated in China. This is just saying something for the sake of saying it. This has got nothing to do with what actually happens in China. It really annoys me because when it comes to actual environmental protection and the fact that, okay, there are no animal abuse laws in China. There are none. No. You can beat your dog to death, set it on fire in public, and you will have nothing done to you. So how how is this coexist well with nature shit? Where is this coming from? It's if it's this, not a Chinese. This isn't not, Xi Jinping thought. Xi Jinping's lie. This is this is ancient Chinese thought. Yes. You know, and that's the thing. The ancient Chinese wouldn't dam up the rivers no. because they would create reservoirs and dams, but they wouldn't divert and damage the rivers because they believed in nature and you know harmony. Ba balance Actual and harmony. harmony. And somewhere along the line, things went terribly wrong, German and you've got. Mao. Chairman Mao destroying things and Xi Jinping following on. Okay, so what's next? And again, some people might play devil's advocate and say, hey, at least Xi Jinping is trying to get back on track. No, nope. no. The domination of nature and all of the Maoist principles that made Mao who he is is what Xi Jinping's doing again. Look, they're building new dams, starving other countries of water, you know, like Vietnam, yes. etc. Um, Ramping up uh, fossil fuel output. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. This this whole harmony thing with nature or something is a bunch of bollocks. Anyway, let's move on to the next one, which of course is uh, what you'd expect. Well, this is Xi Jinping's next thought, guys. What do you think? What what do you think it might be? Well, it's strengthened the national security of China, and this is the one that it's very important for you guys to understand because this is the one that made us super nervous. And I say this because. Under the other leaders of China, sans Mao, mm -hmm. um, this aggressive mentality, at least there is a facade of China is always going to be a peaceful country. Yes. China's, we, we do our own thing, and yeah, you might disagree with the way we do things, yeah. but we will never be an aggressor. And as a foreigner, you could actually almost believe that. To yeah. be honest, there wasn't a whole lot of military presence. There wasn't a lot of focus on... And they're constantly building up their military and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. but mm. not like they are now. No, no, no. no. And now... The optics are on. We are a military country, mm. and we're going to F you up. Yeah, right? and we're going to have wraps, you know? We're going to have wraps with the PLA. <laughs> and the, the reason yeah. I say um, it concerned us is because the national security of China is where the paranoia came about. Yeah. Xi Jinping thought brought about the SWAT team. They brought about the detectives that would follow us around. They brought about the minders. Yeah, we always said minders by law, but it was very lazily done. Sure. Under Xi Jinping thought, the national security of China means that we are now constantly watched in anything we do and we're not even doing anything wrong. Journalists are being expelled, yes. you know, that kind of thing. That's national security. It's actually just should be called. So is this whole thing that they're um, getting rid of, you know, the, the foreign teachers. And Correct. Checking English and getting rid of all foreign materials that are, you know, for teaching and things. Right. Yeah. And I would, I would relabel number 10 called uh, strengthen national security of China, I would actually call that strengthen that the national xenophobia and paranoia of China. Yeah, yeah that's true. All right, number eleven says this is important. The Chinese com okay, the Chinese Communist Party should have absolute leadership over China's People Liberation Army. People's Liberation Army. Okay, this is a this is a bit of a let's say a good and a bad because yeah. 
the People's Liberation Army is so powerful sure. and the generals have they wield so much more power than a lot of ccp officials do yeah. that it would you know they're chomping at the bit to have a war they're yeah. chomping at the bit to actually get into some military sure. conflict because think about it you could amp, amp up your budget you know more corruption more power for you yeah they've almost made warlords out of some of these generals mm -hmm. right so to consolidate that under the party, I guess, has prevented some conflict. That being said, now you have ultimate servitude and yes. no options for anything else except for them to listen to Xi Jinping. And that's dangerous in itself because what Xi Jinping says as supreme commander of the, the military, and that goes. Yeah, he's made himself supreme commander. <laughs> yeah. You know, previously it was a different thing. The government body, the CCP, and the People's Liberation Army were kind of two different they organizations were. Were. that would, yeah. you know, obviously they they deal with each other and they're part of the same country and all that, but they were actually separate. So what the CCP said could be vetoed by the, the PLA. Right. But it can no longer be like that. No. The, the Communist Party has, like it says of their absolute leadership over. Imagine you have to teach children in school. This is one of the things. Children have to study in school. Little that The kids. Chinese Communist Party should have absolute le leadership over the People's Liberation Army. Seven-year-olds. Why Why should they learn that? <laughs> Shouldn't this be behind closed doors? Why does this have to be out I, there? Why does it have to be a thing that's on billboards and, you know, like Xi Jinping thought everyone has to learn? It's ridiculous. It's insecurity right it there. It is. It is. Number 12 one? is promoting the one country, two systems system for Hong Kong and Macau with the future of complete national reunification and to follow the one China policy and the 1992 consensus for Taiwan. So again, he's made it doctrine that he's going to take back Taiwan. Yeah, you got to take back Taiwan, um, Hong Kong and Macau. And screw over Hong Kong yeah. and Macau. I mean, like, I like how he says the, the one party, two system, but then they don't actually adhere to it. They've no, within the same sentences, up. follow the one China yeah, policy. Yeah, and follow the one China policy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Next one, establish a common uh, sorry, establish a common destiny between Chinese people and other people around the world with a peaceful international environment. Well, you're not following that one, Mr. No, Xi. Not no. very well. What's this common destiny? Maybe the common destiny is that they all have to be ruled by the CCP. Uh, that sounds like it from to me. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean that why else would you be infiltrating every western democracy? Yeah. And censoring on behalf of them, right? Yeah. yeah. And what's his last one? Uh, improve party discipline in the Chinese Communist Party. So that basically, actually not just basically, that means you follow Xi Jinping. Yeah, I like, I like that he has to think about these things. You know, what we really need to do is improve party discipline in the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, not only am I going to think about this, but I'm going to write books about it. And I'm going to make this like every kid has to learn this and every person who works for the government has to take tests on this every day. And we're just going to have to put this out there. Agreed. If you don't think that Xi Jinping is Chairman Mao 2.0, then yeah. you're, you've, you've lost. The fact of the matter is that all of these so-called thoughts of him, of his, is just crap anyway. It's really just... Oh, it's lies and projection. I mean, it could really just be a government policy. Why yeah, does it have to yeah. be his thought? Well, because he sees himself as yeah, God. Th but that's what I'm saying. This could just literally be the rules for the Communist Party, yeah. and that's it. But right. it's it's now it's his thought to his think thought. to think about these things. Eh? And so, now everyone has to listen to his crappy thoughts. Right. So uh, we're going to get into some super chats here. Oh, yeah. We better yeah. get... Uh, we're running way over. Yeah, sorry. We've been going on. But look, this, this, this is, at the end of the day, why we say um, the Chinese youth is ruined is because, first of all, there are options for doing any kind of extracurricular activities. When that it could potentially open their mind. Yeah is now being cut off. Right. No longer are we allowed to have foreign textbooks and things like that be taught. 
which is ridiculous. Think about that. Imagine you couldn't have a foreign textbook, you know, in America. Imagine like you couldn't read that Japanese textbook. No, it's not allowed anymore. Or no. whatever textbooks have been completely like it's no. 1984. Sure. Yeah, no foreign influence is allowed. So it's cutting out all foreign influence. It's going to just turn these kids into mindless, stupid nationalist drones. Mm. Well, and that's on, the goal. Yeah, and on top of that, what they're going to have to do is study Xi Jinping's boring ass thoughts and his stupid mind, which are just rubbish things it's about Marxism and yeah, communism and and uh, you to, know the party must be strong and all this. That's what the children of now not even the future 2021 the now in 2021 in china have to learn yeah they're ruined yeah that's that's yeah let's get on to the, the I, that, that was well said yeah. uh jonathan case says winston your mom's story was scary she's a strong woman and at the same time i was trying to think uh do you look more like your father or mother well you'll find out because he's about the yeah my, my dad's uh, story's coming next week i think you might look more like your mom May, maybe 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 it's a little. Tough. Yeah. That's tough. I'm a good mix. You're a good mix. Mm, yeah. uh, like Max that. Ong says, mm. Hi, I've been a long-time subscriber from Singapore. I stay up late to send this. Uh, I wish you could talk about Sinovac being used in Singapore as a second dose to be counted as fully vaccinated. Mm. I mean, that's that's an issue. Um, yeah. We are very we're pro-science of vaccine, but there is a very low efficacy uh, compared to Pfizer and Moderna. Sure. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, there's a, a AstraZeneca. A, yeah, that's the one. Um, when you look at these vaccines, efficacy compared to the Chinese ones, it's just it's abysmal. And again, it's always just better to to have it anyway. It's better mm-hmm. than nothing. But th- there's actually an issue um, in China that I'm seeing, and I I can't believe some of these other countries are so uh, rare and to go for it, because getting Chinese people to get vaccinated with the Sinovac and Sinopharm, they're having a difficult time doing that in China already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have all these other countries where it's even just a, like their only option, yeah. right? Whereas yeah. Singapore, you actually have a choice. I'm yeah, hoping yeah. You that should, you should uh, choose wisely if you have a choice. The the wisely. problem is the Chinese diaspora in Singapore. From what my Singaporean friend told me was that um, they're buying into the propaganda that China's sending, and China's saying Sinovac and Sinopharm is better for you because you have a Chinese body. Yeah, they'd like to push that crap. And this is made for Chinese bodies. It's like, dude, oh, can we stop with the misinformation here? There's enough yeah. COVID misinformation yeah. around the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, Singupta says, what happens if someone says they love Mao, but they hate Xi or vice versa? I don't think anyone would ever say that. No. Or even compare Xi with any previous president. I mean, behind closed doors. Sure. You know? Uh, hey, hurry, yeah. have been following you guys for years now. Uh, thanks for shedding light on China and CCP. Also, Matt, swimming is best sport. What was your main event? I was backstroker, 100-yard 100, 100 backstroke. Mine were 200, 400, and 800. I also swim 200 free. Uh, Daniel Wilcox. Cool. Why be a Wu Mao? Zigawu or Gongzi when you could be a Mei Fan, da- Mei Fan Dang? I'd be a Mei Fan Dang for that, or for, for free. Okay. <laughs> Gaolin Didier says, a little luck for two of the most important commentators on YouTube. Fun fact. Thank you. 8.88. One, yeah. yeah, nice. Lucky mm-hmm. number. Fun fact. One of the original architects of Beijing was of Uyghur origin. Khan mm-hmm. Balik. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Clive, why are the Chinese athletes all doing village people YMCA poses? Oh, yeah. They're all going like, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, YMCA. Bruce Tra. Thank you. Yifan Pan. Thank you. 100,000 subs. Let's go. Thank yeah, let's much. do it. What is it at the moment? Uh, let me let me do a little real time check. Have, um, <laughs> Not increasing. We have gained. Looks like all you guys have subscribed. We've gained zero subs. <laughs> so appreciate that. Uh, oh. Black Halo 6, perpetually lame army C-Rap video. Yes. Joshua Rhodes, congratulations on your Cultivate commercial on Facebook. What are you talking about? What? 
Uh, I mean, we didn't do a commercial, did we? No, no, I don't. Didn't did they put? Maybe they did. Oh, they probably took a clip out of our video that we did for them. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, happy to do so. I mean, they're yeah. friends. Of That's ours. cool. Yeah. Janky Rum and I would be 100% down for a VR meetup. Favorite Beat Saber song map. Also, fave VR games in general. I love the Star Wars games. Yeah, those are great. Those are absolutely amazing. Um, what else? Uh, like? I I like a lot of uh, Alex, of course, Half Life Alex. Is I haven't my played favorite. that yet. And um, actually, just recently, I've been playing Onward, which is fun. You know, oh, okay. it's like team-based, kind of like Counter-Strike. The gotcha. graphics look like the original Counter-Strike. It's really, oh, it's really bad. It's really bad, but it's fun. Um, I'm going to spam the link for the straw poll again yeah. for the uh, to see if you guys want to do it, and I'll check. Let's uh, do a little cotton over there. Just thought we do do a little cotton for everyone. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll check back on that at the end. Okay, cool. Um, we'll do, I'll do one more here. Old man, uh, Yushia says, you guys are great. Love all your content. Thank you. Uh, could you send Vaush a message and see so you guys could talk about China and the CCP who was just on Tim Pool's show? Not too familiar with, um, another name drop. Yeah. So nice guys, we'll look into it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Now we're going to move on to the, uh, Wumao corner, which of course is where we talk about hate and what the Wumao are up to and <laughs> all that kind of nonsense. Tao Yen. Tao. Yeah, and this is this is uh, this is the one. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So uh, you you go ahead with this one. This okay, so a lot of you guys asked us to cover this. We're going to touch on it. Yeah. I feel bad for the dude. Guy named Oliver Gerber. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Switzerland, I believe. Yeah. University of uh, Saint Gallen. Let's put that up there. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, tweeted out very. This is very cursory. I'm not going to go into too much detail. He tweeted out some critical stuff about the CCP. Now, yeah. the problem is he's a PhD student. He's got yeah. 10 years of research. 10 probably. years of research, yeah. PhD is not like, I'm going to get my PhD and then you go do more school. Sure. You actually have to physically prove stuff and like do research, right? right. So this guy has dedicated his life to, to his research and he gets expelled. Yeah. He gets his uh, PhD basically canceled, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason was is that he got an email from the, the dean or whatever board and they said, you've been tweeting things that resemble Nazi, neo-Nazi tweets. Yeah. And he's like, what are you actually talking about? He literally said some stuff, I think it was related to COVID and, and China, just some critical things about the Chinese government and yeah. freedom in China. And uh, they, they pulled the rug out from under him. Yeah. And people are, I mean, this article is in German. Yeah. I mean, this is getting shared around like crazy because this should not be allowed to proliferate. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, China has enough sense like censorship in our education system as it is but to cancel someone's research and degree yeah. because of criticizing a communist regime or I should say an authoritarian regime that kills and murders its own citizens and yeah. and uh, stifles their their freedom of speech to support those people and then tweet some critical things about it doesn't even matter if you said something bad at that point you shouldn't yeah. have your entire body of work canceled because of something yeah. like that it's well ridiculous. think about it like this if you're in america and you're an american college uh, well you're an american college studying for your phd uh university i should say and you start tweeting things about russia like oh putin sucks or you know like russia meddled with the elections or whatever nonsense you want to you know conspiracy things you're putting out there russia this russia that yeah and the next minute you get a call from your your university head and he's like we're expelling you for you know talking smack about that Russia. that wouldn't happen no it wouldn't but that's exactly what's happened here you see this shows you what kind of a reach the ccp has over people around the world especially when it comes to uh universities education that kind of thing they take such exception to anyone who would speak out against them that they actually go out there and they lean on people because they've got a lot of influence, especially financially, on a lot of these institutions. And they do things like they, they say, if you make this 
university a hostile environment for Chinese students. This is kind of what they try to leverage. Then we will boycott your university and we will make sure that no Chinese students come. And of course, this is a big uh, money um, pit. I mean, it's a big cash cow for all the universities, all the, the Chinese students, because apparently the universities in China suck so bad that China has to send all their, you know, students overseas, which is, you know, I'm just making a joke there. But basically it is the rich kids go overseas to study in China. That's what yeah. they've always done. And that's what they continue to do. So that's they use that kind of leverage. And then the universities will be like, well, look, we don't want to lose our, our Chinese students. We yeah. don't want to lose our... Because the CCP will, will punish them harshly for they anything. They're like, okay, we better like just get rid of, rid of this guy, you know, set an example so this doesn't happen anymore. It's despicable. Yeah. You know, because you're supposed to be able to rely on freedom of speech and, you know, your own country's rules and not have to be fearful of speaking out against a foreign government... You know, and this is what's happening. And that's something that we we're trying to fight against with this podcast. This is what we do is we don't want this happening. We don't want to have to tell our children that you can't say anything bad about the Chinese Communist Party at school um, in your school project, because that means that you're going to get expelled. That's outlandish. You know, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. But here we are. This guy loses everything. Yeah. And this better this something better be done about this and if you're in switzerland please reach out to your local politicians about this yeah i know we do have a lot of swiss viewers so please do something about this and continue making that delicious cheese freaking love switch swiss cheese it's okay what do you mean it's one of my favorites so bland no it's not it's It's tangy as all hell what are you talking about swiss cheese is the least flavorful No, like you know emmentalado or whatever you know one of the holes in it that's not Emmental is not Swiss cheese. It's got holes in it. Yeah, but it's different. Well, it's still like, I call that Swiss cheese. Oh, okay. Swiss cheese Swiss, is so bland. Are you kidding me? Like if you get a Reuben sandwich or whatever, it comes with Swiss cheese Yeah, it's it. bland as hell. It's not bland. What's wrong with your taste buds? So I'm making a straw pull. Yeah. Is Swiss, Swiss cheese Swiss cheese bland? is awesome. I love it, but it's bland. It's not bland. I'm making a straw pull. Straw mm. pull, Swiss cheese. Okay, give me another cheese to compare it to. Like what would you call more mild than Swiss cheese? I don't know, like... Um... Like cheddar? I guess cheddar can be quite sharp. Depends if it's mature. I mean, or not. normal, normal cheddar. Yeah, I guess everyday cheddar. Which is maybe gouda, more flav- flavorful. I I'd say which is better. Not no, flavorful. no, that's a preference. I'm talking about. <laughs> you said it's not bland. Okay, it's not bland. That's what it should be. Is Swiss cheese okay, bland? Okay, is Swiss cheese bland? Yes or no? It's definitely not bland. It's freaking awesome. It's. You're looking at you know bland what, like it's some negative thing. I'm not saying that's negative. It serves its purpose. No, bland sucks. What you know what cheese really sucks though is Parmesan cheese. Why? It just doesn't taste great. <laughs> okay. I know like people put it on pizza and stuff, but it's just like to eat I it like as, Parmesan. as oh, actual Oh, you don't cheese. eat it by itself. Like you know, it's really crappy. Okay, yeah. this poll I'm I'm spamming it in the chat right now. Okay. Um, and I'm also gonna put it in the description right now. Um, right above the VR poll, right? Cheese poll. <laughs> this pole. is important. Okay, right. Um, everyone's going crazy, like Swiss gang. Now, what I want you to understand, guys, this is not a preference. The poll says, do you think <laughs> Swiss cheese is bland? No. And I love Swiss. It's I not, love Swiss cheese. It's not bland. Mozzarella is more bland. Can I tell you why they use Swiss cheese on a Reuben? Why? Because there's sauerkraut. Sauerkraut's very, very sour, right? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's not just an angry German no. sauerkraut. <laughs> no, okay. Um, and mm. corned beef is very salty. Sure. So what do you do? You don't want a cheese that's too flavorful because it will. you want something to cut down on that it's flavor. It's got a nice little tang to it, you know. There's no tang. Taste. To me, it tastes like if you... Uh, it's the opposite of tang. It takes the tang away from Swiss your mouth. Swiss cheese is awesome. And you're just I playing like it Swiss down. Cheese. You're trying to say it's bland. It's like tofu or something. You're so wrong. You're trying to say bland is bad. It I'm is. saying it's good. It serves its You know purpose. what's bland is that wet-ass tofu you know just that like boring yeah, like that's tofu. that's that's bland if you got to say swiss cheese is anything like that you're wrong cheese bland more. is like if i took this piece of paper and i licked it that that's bland <laughs> did you just lick that paper i did and that was bland as all hell and it's not swiss cheese okay mm. now um i'm i just put the straw pull out i'm gonna end it in about 10 seconds here make sure you <laughs> okay. guys vote is swiss cheese bland mm-hmm. um okay i'm gonna check the results in five Four, three, two. I've never seen the chat so active. Well, Frick, we, we bring up freaking. Out. We're talking about core socialist values and how it's going to affect their lives, Does, and then we bring what up is cheese. The, tell, tell me, what is the thing? Here we go. The poll says, "Is Swiss cheese bland?" The results are no. No. Yes. With sixty-three percent. Yes. yes. What's Swiss, wrong with you guys? Swiss cheese for the win. That stuff is delicious. It is, but it's bland. Bland stuff's not delicious. How can bland stuff be delicious? It's called bland for a reason. It's like porridge. It's like oats. If you get Quaker oats and you eat them dry, that is bland. You're telling me cheddar cheese has less <laughs> taste than no, 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 Swiss no, no, cheese. No, 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 no. It wasn't about that. It's like, is Swiss cheese bland? No, it's not. Uh, my point was, is it bland compared to other cheese? No. No, they're way blander cheeses. Like what? Tons. Like Water? It, like, you know, like ve- the runoff like, from like, cheese? You drink that? <laughs> like vegan cheese? That is not <laughs> cheese. I'm just kidding. There are more bland cheeses. Tell me one cheese that's more bland. Mozzarella. That's up there, but it's saltier than no, Swiss. No, no, no. Swiss cheese definitely. You take a Swiss cheese and you have yeah, a little bite I, of Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say mozzarella is probably on par for me. It's definitely blander. Maybe provolone. Provolone. Provolone's pretty, pretty bland too. Yeah. So don't, yeah. don't. You know, Swiss cheese is awesome. Anyway, Fine. let's move okay. on. Okay, 36% of you are absolute yeah. legends. Okay. And the other, I'm going to say 63% of our audience, you're absolute pieces of shit. No, you guys are <laughs> spot on. Yes. I hate all of you. Swiss cheese is uh, awesome. I'm going to anyway. have some Swiss cheese when I get home. I like Swiss cheese. Yeah, I'm just going to eat it I without it, anything. No. I'm just going to eat it. I hate it. all of you. I hate 64% of you. Yeah. Uh, Maxi Muscha says, I would be very interested in an episode about Chinese, rich Chinese history and what mm-hmm. the CCP, or China without the CCP could become. Mm. A hopeful story of the future. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Case, what happened in China? In the old days, they invented paper, compasses, fireworks, gunpowder, printing, and tea drinking. Now they just rip off K-pop. I'll tell you what happened. The Communist Party of China. That's what happened, yeah. Very talented populace. Mm -hmm. Also, unfortunately, they fell... China has often fell victim to this, where they, they... they're fantastic, they innovate, and they become very civilized, and everything's great. And then they see themselves as the best in the world, and nothing can change. Japan had the same issue, remember, when yeah. they closed off? And then they kind of close off, and they're like, well, you know, screw you guys, we're the center of the universe. Everyone else is just barbarians out there. And then they don't innovate past that point, because they feel like they've reached peak, you know? That's happened a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just, there's the cheese. I'm so pissed off at these stupid. Lao <laughs> Wai is eating the holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. That's why you think it's bland. You're like, oh, there's cheese. You know? You're like, <laughs> there's going to be so many freaking Swiss real, cheese memes yeah, after you, this. You got you to gotta, you gotta try Swiss cheese next I time. I know. 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? I probably eat more Swiss cheese than you. I mean, obviously not. Maybe that's why it's so bland. You've de- deadened your taste buds from all the tang, you know, oh, from all that good taste. <laughs> Swiss anyway, cheese. You're making me hate Swiss cheese. It's so good. I like it. But probably it's one of my favorites. It's so not my favorite now. Bland. No, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of this. No, but it's awesome. Free, you, what, you know what you are? You're like the... I'm keep re... I keep redoing this poll because well, I want to see it like it's shift. It's not going to change. I'm going to leave it up and then next time we'll check. Okay, let's continue. All anyway. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Halo 6 says, it's okay, Winston. I liked your rap battle joke. I liked okay, it too. I thought it was funny. Um, Rum Runner, I, I've heard of Ebonics, but Shebonics? <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> yeah. those, those yeah, principles. Yeah. Laxa says, uh, while I and 70% of Japanese people don't want the Olympics held right now, I'm proud they called Taiwan, Taiwan. Yeah. Also, Hebler, Eurofighter hype. Mm, oh yeah definitely they're bringing out the, the heat blur is one of the developers that does the dcs you know that uh, flight simulator oh right they did the f-14 which is still my favorite out of all of the, the the planes you can get you know they did such a good job so if they you know the eurofighter one's gonna be top notch okay sweet okay we're gonna move on to our next segment which is worldview where yeah, we talk we about everything in we're, the world yeah we're like <laughs> specifically regard with regards to china and it's very china centric right now we're talking about um Video spiritual games. opium yeah okay now this is an issue in china um well internet addiction is a huge issue in china right yeah i mean it really oh, is massive. they've got they've got internet yeah. addiction camps especially with uh, league of legends and games like that yeah anyway the thing is kids get addicted to it and you can understand why if you live in china you want to get out of the house you know you get those little internet cafes They've been trying to regulate it for a very long time. So, you know, you have to use your ID card to sign in at an internet cafe. You're kind of limited to a certain amount of hours sometimes, yeah. depending. Yeah. And there's, there's cameras on. Yeah, you. there's rules. There's all sorts of things. And it's been a huge problem for families. And now the government is is planning to. They haven't done it just yet. They're planning to ban um, anyone under 12, is it? Yes. Is it under 12? That is anyone, it. That's correct. Anyone under 12 from playing online games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might actually be a thing. And uh, I think it might really happen. What do you think? Probably. Yeah, I mean, they've they've had huge crackdowns on, on video games. Video games are tightly re- regulated in yeah, China. And they, they don't want to take them away to cause disruption. Like, they don't want people to rebel. Yeah, and it's also a huge get, part of the economy. It's a huge part of the economy Dude, as well. Like so much money is made through online gaming in, in China. But again, this is the Chinese government being massively tone deaf to the populace. They do a lot of things that the people don't like, and they just can't say anything about it. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference between freedom and not freedom. Well, we're going to have to see where this goes, but they call the video game spiritual opium, yeah. you know? And Correct. so that's, that's kind of what you'd expect. All right. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, we've got... Um, Okay, that's our little... We've already covered that part. Yep, I just wanted to cap off... Um, actually, yeah. I'll read that after we get... We'll do our super... Let's do our Q&A, yeah, and we'll then I'll finish Q&A off Yeah, we'll do our Q&A, and then this. we have a finishing... Um, oh, oh, no, no, sorry. No, no, this, this before, is yeah, this, this, this is really ridiculous. So, so go ahead. you know how, like, China, like, bans and blocks everything? This is all about sure. censorship. Sure. They don't censor stuff that furthers their agenda. No. And something that's been going around, like, absolute wildfire is the allegation that Mike Pompeo... Mm-hmm started the uh started the pandemic under the trump administration on purpose and it's these low res photos of this glossy paper that's a fact that's facts it's a fax paper yeah this is not me like making it low res this is legitimately what's being spread around this is what's being spread around that this is an official leaked document because they don't want people to read it no right because it's completely fabricated sure so they're saying that this is from West Point, like United States Military Academy, that Mike Pompeo put out a dossier basically that says mm-hmm. 
this is how we're going to release COVID, right? Yeah. And this is going like wildfire, and the Chinese government's not stopping it. It's literally, it says, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo here. <laughs> yeah. And the, la the last thing says, go and, what does it say again? Go and deprive the world, my kids. <laughs> yes, go and deprive the world, my kids. <laughs> this is my favorite yeah. thing in the world. So this has been going ape, and people are taking it seriously. Yeah. And really the state are. doesn't take it down. Yeah, it gets spread around, and this is definitive proof that america started the pandemic and this is what's being spread around by you know the chinese uh, people on wechat which is ridiculous so keep in mind mm. people in the u.s or people in the west get in trouble when they talk about the fact that covid started in china because it yeah. did yeah but people get in trouble for it they get yeah. people say oh you can't say that whatever but in china you can run wild with yeah shit you like can this. say Made it started shit. wherever yeah it's again that double standard. So when you find yourself biting your tongue because uh, you're being told that you're racist to say that the the, the pandemic started in Wuhan, where it did, yeah, remember, and, that's and the not Chinese racist government to say facts. It. Yeah, yeah, it's not racist to say facts. No. Remember that it's totally okay in China for them to say anything they like about where it came from, and it's not racist. It's yeah, we're condoned not... by the state because it's not taken down. Correct. We're not saying tit for tat. We're saying. Facts are facts, and that's fine. Don't yeah. use it for malicious purposes, but that's just what happened. Yeah, it is. Don't We can't support a regime that allows shit like this to proliferate everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, anyway, we just, yeah, we'll finish we're, off. We're going there. to do our Q&A. We've got quite a few uh, answers or questions to answer, so you can question our answers. Um, <laughs> and then we've got one final thing to yeah. sign the show off. Kind of important. Yeah, yeah it is important. Um, <laughs> go okay. and deprive the world, my kids. Yeah, go and deprive the world, my kids. Secretary yeah. of State Mike Pompeo here. Yeah, That's exactly. how I write letters. And then I fax it to And people. then I fax them on, on fax paper yeah. in low res. Yep. Uh, Blue Six says, YouTube, kowtows to China. Remember Operation Dragonfly, the software that Google is making for the CCP to spy yes. on their people? Mm -hmm. The A-Man 1, he has lots of cool sunglasses on Thank that you. emoji. Thank you. Phil says, uh, so I'm guessing the... Uh, underground cram schools are coming. Yeah, imagine oh, yeah. that. Imagine having to find... They already are. We saw some clips. Yeah, but come on. Guys, can you even think about this for a second? Imagine the fact that you have to now break the law in order to get an education. Right. You literally have to be illegal to learn something after school. It has to be illegal and it has to be all underground. It's ridiculous. Anyway. It is. Jonathan W. Hey, guys, don't ever stop making content. I missed the stream for a while. It took the last few hours of my workday off to watch this week. That's, hey, thanks. That's Seriously crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out from Prince Edward Island, Canada. Isn't that that piercing? Oh, no, that's Prince, Prince Albert. Albert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you oh. very much. <laughs> don't think about no. it. Dude. Uh, uh, yeah. Hamil Halabi from Turkey says, Thank you. I lived in China for five years and I saw many similarities with my home country, Syria. Oh, sorry. You're, you're in Turkey, but you're from Syria. Yeah, yeah. In all aspects, uh, why the West was unconditionally love for creating socialist zombies just to make goods for less? Mm. Why they won't do it in Syria, for example? At least the world won't, won't have COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. <laughs> this is the stupid thing is that most normal, common-sense thinking people would not be supporting a regime um, like the Communist Party of China, which is absolutely taking advantage of and an enemy of just the, the way of life that we're used to, freedom of speech, you know, being able to express yourself. The, the reason why, and of course doing all these atrocities like what's happening in Xinjiang and so on, and the, the only reason why is because people want to make a buck and they're putting money before morals you know and it's it's an unfortunate thing and it's just going to lead to the detriment of everyone in the end
you know? Yeah. Chinese people specifically too. Yeah. yeah. Black Kayla 6 says, with all the panic buying and emptying shelves, what do they do with all the food? I remember you both saying uh, that most houses don't have fridges. It's, no, 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 it's not that they don't have fridges. It's <laughs> that they don't, fridge. No, they don't keep refrigerated goods. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, in the West, we'll buy milk or whatever, put it in the fridge and keep it, and we'll buy vegetables and we'll put it in For the fridge. For a long time. And we'll, you know, we'll use those vegetables like at the end of the week or something. But in China, it has to be fresh. Yeah. So every single Especially day. Especially down south. Yeah. They love to go and buy vegetables at the wet market and meats and stuff. And it's those things that they don't like to refrigerate and keep for a long time. It's kind of a daily thing. You want your fresh stuff daily. But they do have refrigerators, of course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got a fr- Well, most places have a fridge. Yeah, they're sure. not normally huge, though. No. We said a lot of people don't tend to use, like, freezers for ice and things like yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's no ice, you know, yeah. for instance, for in, the, in the south here. Yeah. Our PNG says... Caught in. Cheers you from caught in, yeah. If you are, uh, Tom says, if you aren't already aware, Cardi C's Cotton Ripoff is a song called Arzawawa. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Uh, we, we covered that last time. She actually just ripped off the entire song. Yeah. Um, which I believe she's put in the description now. Yeah, no, she, yeah exactly. Did you see she un-unlisted it? Yeah, she, she made did. it public again because yeah. it was getting too popular. Yeah, it's good Good on her. It'll be her most yeah, popular video great. ever. It's yeah, we should make her hit the, the number one on the, on the charts. I think it'd be awesome. She's on VR now. Yeah. So, yeah, just like you're imagining. Just like you're imagining. Bounce. Ba- bounce. Mm. <laughs> Ray G Productions, have you guys heard about the lockdowns in Australia? I think New Wales. Yeah, I heard people are having protests. Yeah, I got right? friends that are very unhappy about that, yeah. yeah. Mm. Return to Ork Monkey says, got my dinner on the way, work laptop closed, ready to start the weekend off right with ADV Podcast. Awesome. That's an accolade. Thank you. I've heard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarinda Ryder says, weekend drinks me, yeah, on me, on I me, guess. Yeah. Uh, would be more... But Winston's patron is bleeding me dry. <laughs> Thanks. Gladly, mind you. Yeah. Thank you again for being the strong, amazing men that you are. Thank, Thank you. you really, very much appreciate, appreciate that. that. Yeah. Kathleen Morrison, any updates on the flooding and how the Three Gorges is holding up? We're not going to hear anything out of that. Look, uh, there have been a hard lot hard of work. updates. You, there, there is a lot of terrible things that have been going on in China. I'm talking about Three Gorges. Yeah, the Three yeah. Gorges is still holding. I mean, if it collapses, they won't be able to hide it. No, um no, and you'll it, know and i'm pretty sure it won't collapse yeah, you know not. and we don't want it to collapse but there have been some very awful things happening with whole villages being wiped out and yeah in order to save urban centers they're blowing up the the banks of certain rivers and reservoirs and it floods out the villages and stuff and they do it at night sometimes too so they don't have to pay compensation a lot of crap but we'll focus on that in a specific episode yeah yeah for sure uh, the Zombolslaya says, in your opinion, is it fair to label the CCP a fascist regime given its genocide, anti-foreigner rhetoric, imperialist society, and Han nationalism? I think it's more than fair. More than fair. Very mm. fascist country. Yeah. Uh, Alejandra M.A. Thank, thank you. you. Pepic 121. My Chinese friends don't even know that foreigners are not allowed to enter China now. They want me to visit them because China is safe now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, Chinese people are not being told that. This, the soft power I, says, oh, come. Yeah, exactly. And I've also found there's a lot of ignorance when it comes to the laws for foreigners in China. And I guess that's kind of natural. You know, a lot of times I'll have subscribers who their Chinese wives will be like, oh, just just, just come, come and work. Live. Just come yeah. and live and work, you know. You're like, you can't just do that, you know. You can't just work. It's like, no, it's okay. Just come. We can start a business. We can do work. You can't. It's not like that. You have to have special visas, and it's very difficult. But that makes sense. Think about it. Um, when I was in South Africa, I had a Dutch friend, and he told me that he had to get a work visa. And to me, it was like the weirdest thing ever because I'd grown up, grown up with him. He was in school with me right. and stuff. And I was like, but why? Why would you need a work visa to work? You know, that kind of thing. And that's just the way it is. If you grow up in a country, you're probably not aware of the laws that 
pertain to foreigners, but China's laws towards foreigners are very harsh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. Anthony Leroux, uh, love you guys. As a cultural Chinophile from 1973 until a few years ago, I'm sad mm-hmm. to see the new path that the new China has embarked on. Yeah. Even though I expected it over the next 30 years. Man, yeah. It's unfortunate. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. We're all upset about that. Jeremy Lim, soft power is working well in Singapore. Me and my peers' parents are buying into their self-victimization and defending them. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. And that's yeah. the unfortunate thing is they, they've managed to convince a, a huge portion of the Chinese diaspora abroad Yeah, that yeah. they are part of the Communist Party and the Communist Party represents them for some reason, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Aw, Joss says, all news content must relate to ADV Media. Where can one go to ask and discuss the finer points of any everything in that region related to the PRC? That's you can do that on our subreddit for sure. Yeah. Can you recommend a good forum? Um, our China is good, but you can mm. use ADV China forum to discuss stuff like that. What we're trying to avoid is when people post things like, "Oh, the Republicans did this or the Democrats sure. did this." In regards, to, we just want to keep news like partisan news out of it. It's about China, yeah. right? Yeah. And if it's something that we can bring up in the podcast, you're absolutely allowed to post it there for sure. sure. Feel free to have a discussion. Just don't want to have every every article about China just randomly posted in there. It has to be relevant. That's why a discussion's fine. Yeah. yeah. Questions, discussion's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Luel PMVs. Thank you. Uh, Mr. AB says, was a con- little confused on Winston's video as to whether the firearm misfired or she survived the wound. Hope yeah. to see it in the next video. Always looking forward to the podcast. You will see it in the next video, but I can tell you right now, the, the reason is that uh, it was a revolver. It had two spent rounds in it. And the guy obviously didn't understand guns very well, and he'd moved a live round behind the hammer. So when you pull the hammer on a revolver, it actually you know, shifts yeah. to the next cylinder. And so it moved to one of the empty rounds. It was just very lucky. Yeah. Dion Chapman says, Trying to convince my Chinese wife that our son didn't have to study all the time was hard. Uh, now my son is top of his class in year 10. And yeah. there you go. That's what happens when you let them have their own way. Mm, Look, yeah you know yeah put them on the right path but don't force them yeah look the, this whole overstudying things crap it's not good for a child it's no totally but it's also not the government's but business. i understand <laughs> i i also understand in china that 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 you have to you can't yeah, have no. you can't have a western mindset no if you're going to live in china and you that's where you are and your child has to grow up in china you're giving them a severe disadvantage if you don't allow them to study all the time but it's yeah. it's a terrible thing because as a westerner you don't want that for your child correct you know? Anthony Sain says, hey, hey, uh, great show, guys. As always, here's two cans of your favorite beer. Thank you. Thank you. Mixel, plixel, tick. Love your show. Keep it up. Thank you. <laughs> Charles Womack. Oh, with the but four, 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 four. But he says four, four, back to the CCP. I don't, still, Charles, I don't like to see it. <laughs> it's great, though. Thank but you. We love it, but we don't like to see that number. We don't like it. It follows us around. Control Alt Review says, I feel like demographic collapse is growing issue globally and not limited to China. Here in Europe, they're also referring to it as the graying. How would countries go about solving that and comfort the that uh, what causes it japan did Hmm. not saying japan is a runaway success story but japan got wealthy enough to where that's not a massive issue yes it's an issue around the world but uh control review in china they didn't they didn't get to that level yet you can't peak that early they've just started like getting rich as far as the demographic uh, crisis is concerned just have more kids yeah well that's not gonna happen though is it no i'm just saying like you have more kids yeah i mean i already have two yeah Mm. I've replaced myself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have more kids, I guess, is the, the easiest way out of it. Yeah. ATEC, thank <laughs> yeah. you for your voice. Thankfully, the U.S. is not as bad as... But also allow immigration. Countries. And you see, that's yes, the problem. China doesn't allow immigration because they are, they're an ethno state. It's all about... That's being, an issue. Yeah, you know, we Chinese, we Chinese, we Chinese. So imagine you had different race 
different right. you know races of people coming and immigrating then they would lose that edge and they don't want that right it has to be china or the highway i've know? always been pro-immigration because if you have a certain so let's say white people or something don't stop having kids or have less kids you can always replace that right your country can still be on the up and up sure right with with successful immigration fireheart i le- uh, learned that the usa is a big provider of food to yeah. china do you think that's a good thing there's an absolutely no reason for aid anymore um, yeah. government aid in china i mean they've already claimed to be a first first world sending country, people so. to the moon but i think they just mean as in like exports a lot of food there oh exports um yeah i don't see why there's, that's there's a bad no, thing yeah there's nothing wrong <laughs> business with that. as usual people don't seem to realize that china's local food production is actually pretty dismal right you know they do rely on the rest of the world greatly for food that's also why they're they're expanding into africa and places like that is because then that will guarantee them uh you know access to food you know yes. if they close down completely Rum Runner says, here's a bad joke for you. Okay. How do you know that the Chinese emperor was gay? Because during his entire reign, he enjoyed a mandate from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty good, though. It reminds me of a stupid joke I read the other day where it's like, um, how does does a polygamous hippie count his wives? One Mrs. Hippie, two Mrs. Hippie, three Mrs. Hippie. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was really bad. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, all right. Uh, death flash. <laughs> that was really bad. Death flash. Question. If CCP officials for some reason took responsibility for anything bad that happened in China, would their heads spontaneously combust due to the violating their own extreme double think? Yes. Yes. <laughs> PB, tutoring is a drug that parents keep administering their kid. Prohibition will just drive it underground. Imagine mm. shady back alley tutoring deals. It no, happens, it, it happens will happen. already. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Yeah. It was already rampant. Mm. Uh, again, just like the anti-corruption drive. Yeah. It's still very corrupt in China. It's just that the other people yeah. under Xi Jinping are the ones that are allowed to be corrupt. Yeah. Taciturn, thank you. Diddle Smurf says, mm-hmm. uh, what, uh, what is NTD news worth? They often same as you. I'll be a letter later, but they never seem to say anything positive about China or the Chinese. Well, they're 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 biased. It's not to say that what they say is wrong, but they do have their motivations. They're yeah. linked to the Falun Gong, which that's, that is know, what is it is. A persecuted, uh, I don't know, religion slash group. cult yeah. slash whatever you want to call it, which is being banned in China. So they they're backed by them, but it doesn't mean that what they say is wrong. And I think it no. you can get. With any kind of situation, if you want to get a clear picture of what's happening in a country, you should be looking at all sides. Correct. The people that are against it, the people that are for it, the people that are in between. That being said, what I will say is that, Mm -hmm. and again, this is a bit of self-promo, but Winston and I are not only nonpartisan, but we are not funded by any single group. We don't get anything from anywhere you can be guaranteed that what we tell you is something that we tell you out of a moral imperative and out right. of our own experience and not something that we've been paid to say correct and that will always remain that way yes yeah christopher watson thanks for your work on china the new regulations for english teachers has affected four people in my family in mm. two states part-time work that sucks yeah it really is affecting people and that's why we can say it's a real deal oh it is because sometimes it, like they put out these things and you hear about it and nothing ever happens, right? But this is really affecting people, so it's really happening. It's not affecting this woman from putting up her laundry in Shanghai on yeah. the on the road. <laughs> this is downtown Shanghai, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Tacit turn. Other useful resources: Atlantic Council, CSIS, Stimson Center, Hudson Institute, CNAS, Cato Institute, Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International. All have extensive reports on CCP PLA activity. Yes, and I actually I do recommend most of those. Um, I use those for sources. Yeah. Steve Wolf. Thank you. 
Iski, good morning from Japan. Mm. I think you guys should do online classes teaching English to Chinese. Whoa. <laughs> Why would we do that? Uh, Black KLS 6. I think I'll stick to making videos. Yeah. Is shutting down after international criticism of government uh, version of pouting? Yes. I like to imagine Shitala pouting in his room. Very insecure government, yeah. and whenever there is real proper criticism, they can't handle it. They always have to make it someone else's fault, or they close down, or they censor. That's what you see. That's why they go after us so much. Correct. You know? uh, my mm. Amy Trong Yahoo says, thanks for all your hard work, and help more uh, help the world be more aware of Beijing's evil schemes. Ah uh, Ja says... Ah, uh, yeah, says there. Uh, that is actually one of my new numbers. I'm glad you said it. Questions. Oh, que I'm sorry. What am I doing? <laughs> my questions. If and when the PRC closes, how will the status quo in Taiwan be affected? Will they retain economic relations? Do blue and green disagree on this? I think China will probably try to starve about Taiwan economically. Mm -hmm. um, but China needs Taiwan in a lot of ways as well. It will so, need Taiwan as far as yeah. production and so on. Uh, Ross Wolf is this if the CCP is moving towards expelling foreigners what does that mean for businesses that rely on Chinese manufacturing will they get kicked out too I think eventually yeah I think eventually I mean it's look, only a matter of time this whole thing where they're going after like the Didi and so on yeah you the know, stock and, market uh, Alibaba and, you know they basically created the situation where they get foreign investment a lot of foreign investment and then suddenly they put in all these like things in place in order to like kick out the foreign investors basically everyone loses their money they're like screw this company we're not going to be part of it and then the china chinese side will buy back all those stocks yeah. and, and get ma majority control of the company again and that's kind Correct. of what they're they're doing here uh f genet genetic says uh one reason they're shutting down is that there's many ex-con uh white trash coming in teaching english and doing stupid stuff and ending end up behind bars i mean i agree that a lot of that happens they won't say that's the reason that no, they're doing no. that absolutely not that's not the government doesn't have i agree there's a lot of shit people that come to, especially oh, yeah. like white trash foreigners that go to china to well, I mean, capitalize just any on trash it. foreigners like that's the thing i just say i say white trash because yeah. he said that yeah um trash foreigners that come from different yeah. uh countries yeah and they take advantage of the situation trust me when i say this the government cracking down on this has does not have altruistic reasons for doing no. so no uh warwick shaw do you think the whole situation with english and china will play out like old speak new speak in george orwell's 1984 in a lot of ways it already is yeah uh, Nanda Mary. Hi, guys. I believe in the work you do and educate the world about the real trying to keep up the good work. Thank you very Thank much. You. David Ward, never stop doing what you're doing. You are the lone voice in the wilderness that must be heard. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. That's appreciate it. It's nice incredibly of generous of you. Thank you. This is why she keeps saying, and that basically means like, uh, you know, never, never forget, right? Yeah. Uh, never forget your Mar Marxist roots. She despises Deng and idolizes Mao. You guys are doing a great job. That's correct. Um, Deng Xiaoping is not absolutely no saint. No, 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 no. Uh, absolutely not. He's responsible for Tiananmen Square massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that being said, his policies of opening up China were setting it up to be on the right path. Yes. Whereas Xi Jinping's going back to Mao. Yes, it's going right to be bad. It didn't work the first time around. What does he think it's going to work he, the second time around? You know, and you know Xi Jinping's thoughts. You know, in his own mind, he, he thinks he's superior. To it's Mao. like those college kids that keep saying, "Oh, you know, communism is just just socialism. hasn't been tried yet. Hasn't been done properly. You know, it's yeah, it's failed many times. But Wake that's up. only because it's never been done properly. Whatever. <laughs> Wake <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh Jones, thanks, guys. Great show. Question: What is the origin of Antifa, or is Antifa and Chao An An is QAnon from the PLA or the Five Dime Party? Thanks. <laughs> uh, 
Um, don't know. I actually don't know how they came up with those with those names, to be honest. Must be, yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just using, it's a transliteration. They're just using, like, similar characters that sound the same. Didn't Antifa write, like, a smear thing about me or us? I'm pretty sure. Why would they do that? We never even spoken about them. I don't know. Next, because we next because uh, they love communism and they love China, so they're, they're, yeah. we're, we're just their enemies. So next, Q and on will come after us. We do, do not need that. <laughs> F genetic yeah. says I lived in Dade and China for twenty plus years. Fifty uh, percent of this show is just for a laugh, uh, and the other uh, half is somewhat true about the mighty CCP. Lol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good for you. I'll agree to disagree with you. Yes. On that one. Yes. Mm. um is that like a disinformation type of agent well at least they give us money so yeah we'll put it towards being 50 percent correct yeah uh tara doherty and, fi- and the other 50 percent is <laughs> like spot on yeah yeah <laughs> the other 50 percent is uh, immaculate yeah, yeah perfect yeah. uh tara doherty if i was taught this growing up my parents would never have heard the end of it Mo- mother the per- that person over there that isn't following safety do Chinese schools teach mental health? They do not. No, mental health is a, a huge though. issue in China. There's a yeah. big, big problem with that. Mm. Have you two, uh, Winter Phoenix says, have you two seen the Thunderbolt fantasy? It's really cool. The Japanese and Taiwanese te- teamed up to make a wuxia and traditional Chinese puppets. I did not see No, that. I haven't seen it. Tacit turn, not a huge puppet fan. But, you know. No, especially those shadow puppets. Yeah. I'd rather not. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's a fantastic art form, but it's yeah. it, its really, really old. It just has to appeal to you. We don't have Punch and Judy shows anymore. What's that? It's also like kind of a puppet show. Oh, okay. From the medieval like, times. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. things. They set up That's a little booth and they're like yeah, hitting yeah. each other. Marionettes. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, probably do. I, I went to a Renaissance festival a couple of weeks ago. They must have had that. I did see something like that in the corner, but I'll tell you what, I went to all the other shows, but not that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Check it out, Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, Chris Jansen, love to be part of uh, Winnie the Pooh's think tank, would suggest intimate friendship with birds along with harmonious stealing of Western ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. If I can see it, it says, I made it to the party. Welcome. The, the good party, not yes. the gong tan dan. Yes. Stephen Kraft, uh, it could have been much worse, at least the bad pla recruitment rap didn't mention protecting china's cotton it should have though yeah where's it uh pb (laughs) says uh just 14 thoughts such intellect much wow yes lexi red says now with the tsmc to build advanced semiconductors uh factory in arizona is the main technology we need to hold the upper hand on or do you think there are other areas congress can focus on as well so many Actually, you can watch the State Department's uh, speech yeah. about the Communist Party of China. They just did. Yeah, the I think you shared it on your Twitter. Yeah, I did share it on. Fantastic yeah. sum up of kind of the direction the U.S. is going in. Um, but yes, having the semiconductor factory in Arizona is a fantastic idea. Uh, we need to diversify from Taiwan mm-hmm. um, and allow them to retain intellectual property rights over it. Yeah. But keep manufacturing kind of away from China. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they could just take it in a heartbeat yeah. these days. Yeah. Dustin Pearson, is TCM more effective than no, Western medicine? Oh, sorry. If TCM is more effective than Western medicine for Chinese bodies, why do they not have a TCM vaccine? They tried that. They did. capsules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for all of your COVID needs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some so of the shills, CCP shills. Yeah, yeah, they sold that. 
Yeah. Uh, appreciate the coverage and humor. I love you both. Thank you, Dustin. It's good to see you. Yeah. Uh, Kenshin891, we know we've manifested Xi Jinping thought when we've met satisfied Popeye in dry land in sunshine. Made with cotton. Yes. Uh, let's do a couple yeah. nanners. Um, so, yeah, if you guys don't know, that is a, another CCP rap. They yeah. said, um, we see the larch rolling by in miles when we meet satisfied Popeye. Mm, that's exactly what they said. And it still don't know what that doesn't means. mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan yeah. W., thanks for the stream, guys. Much love from Canada again, Jonathan Wright. Uh, Alice Bjorigen, you guys didn't get my 1984 reference last week. I'm sorry. Keep up yeah. the good work. We're too dumb. Yep. It's like that guy said, we're only 50% there. Yeah, so. it's only 50% right. Zombol Slaya, in your opinion, is China a fascist country? Yes. Yes. Lexi Red, does she and Putin get along? Not really. Mm. I know their ideology can't have allies in the long run, but they partner in conflict against the, the West? No, definitely mm. not. God forbid, P.S., you guys make a great team. That's not, not, a, not to prop up Putin or anything. What I'm trying to say is that Russia does not respect the Chinese leadership at all. No. Uh, ask any Russian person. And they didn't back in the day nope. when they were allies never, either. Never will. Yeah. It'll be a marriage of convenience, but only only if it has to be. Russia has no reason to take China's side in any sort of conflict. Yeah. Um, Badger Mooring, I suddenly and immediately lost my job due to go-go kids. Yeah. Uh, due to China's new anti-after-school tutoring policy. Here we go. They sent an email at midnight that we're immediately done. Thanks, CCP. Another piece. Yeah, another exactly. Piece a lot of people have lost their jobs, and it's awful. And there's no warning. And that's why you have to be careful when dealing with Chinese, because yeah. there's often no warning, all the time, anyway. Yes. Whether you're working and living there, or you're investing in there, or you're doing online teaching like this, they can change the rules like this, and there's no, uh, no way that you can have any recourse. You're stuck. You just have to deal with it. So just be careful when dealing with China. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Case Closed 93 says, I watched an old documentary from 97 this week about the upcoming Hong Kong handover. There's a, a game I can recommend. Mm. Um, Hong Kong 97. Hong Kong 97, actually. Yeah. It seemed, though, that they uh, they thought it would make China more democratic as opposed to reality. Jiang fooled us. He certainly mm. did. Yep. Jiang Shun. <laughs> yeah, Jiang Shun. <laughs> uh, Dion Chapman, mm. ADV Cheesecast. Take it to the bedroom, yes. guys. <laughs> Not taking nothing to the bedroom. No, I'm Stop just Stop looking up the cheese I'm ball. sorry, I'm sorry. It's still, still going. Yes, but yeah. it's correct. There's a lot of votes now. It's correct. Stop. It's freaking Swiss is boring and bland. <laughs> But I'm I gonna like have it. a Reuben sandwich tonight. Well, fine. We'll return to Orc Monkey, cheese with Chinese characteristics. <laughs> PB for the Swiss cheese That'd be bun. tofu. <laughs> yeah. Darius, I just want to say hi. What do you think about the recent Lithuanian and Taiwan announcement? Congratu we want to say congratulations to Lithuania and Taiwan. Mm -hmm. We love the way that... I know Lithuania is tiny. Everyone I met there is super cool. I've actually, I've actually been there. Mm -hmm. um, and I must say, I am quite surprised that... It's a little Eastern European country like that would actually take the side of Taiwan, but I'm so happy. Yes, more and awesome. more of that, please. Keep it up and be rest an inspiration the to take, the world. Yeah, exactly. Take note, rest of the world. Mm. Take note, rest of the world. You've yeah. been you've been lied to. Yes, exactly. Um, so this dude says he's a college student with an, in investment banking, and he says, and that just means, what is your opinion? Yeah, um, well, with what? The temperature, he said he's oh. appreh apprehensive about um, him temporarily living in China for two years. Oh, wait, didn't he say Hong Kong? Oh, is he going into mainland China? I, I I'm pretty, no, he's banking in Hong Kong. Oh, in Hong Kong. Sorry, I was assuming you're I, in China. I think Hong Kong will will still be okay for a career from a career point. As long as he for not, a little while, it, yeah. As long as you're not into politics or outspoken or anything like that, you'd probably be okay. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mark O'Kane, keep up the great work, guys. Sydney's on lockdown. But if I do get COVID, I have my tea water as recommended by China's top docs. Yeah, well, there yeah, you go. That, Remember that the would... chashui. Yeah, we, we talked oh about that gosh. one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mark Hamilton, China's leader, Xi Jinping, fierce free. Oh, did you know what I found out about that? What? You remind me next time to bring that up. Okay. Be- <laughs> remind me next time to bring that up. I got okay. the whole video. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Mark Hamilton says China's yeah Xi Jinping fears freedom for the Chinese but you won't believe what happened with that okay. I'll bring it up next time okay. we're, we're running out of time here we're actually gonna have to save the last segment for next time oh, okay. it's way right, too right, long right. Uh, Robert Finch Winston loves Swiss cheese uh, countdown to CCP sanctioning Swiss imports yeah sorry yeah. Switzerland Winston just literally destroyed your import uh, economy with China yeah what a pity Tyler Freeman, there are many More variations of cheese. Yeah. Mm. That's why many rich people sit in their cellars rubbing it on their nipples. <laughs> okay. Really? What? Do people do that? No, I don't think so. He just made that up. He does that. Oh, I don't want to Google rubbing cheese on nipples. No, you know that's a thing. No, Rule 34, dude. Yeah, let's not look it up. ASDF, ASDF says, would love to see Matt's reaction to Mr. Bones. What is what is that? I don't know. No. don't know what Mr. That rings a bell, though. What is that? I'll look it up while you okay. continue. Norman Flair says American cheese is the definition of bland. Yes, but it's less bland than Swiss cheese. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Daniel Kevin says the Dutch old cheese is... Have I had the wrong Swiss cheese? Yeah, I think you have. Oh, Mr. Bones is a Leon Schuster movie. That's right. I remember seeing that. Oh, you show me that kind of crap. I don't yeah, like that. Leon Schuster is like the South African comedian. Um, it's not very funny it's... from what you showed me. Yeah. You like matcha, you buy matcha. <laughs> that yeah wasn't that funny no it wasn't that no. funny no. i mean i'm not judging just no. i didn't think it was that funny yeah i like i like to learn about new stuff he did though. some good stuff back in the apartheid days where he wore blackface and he walked into <laughs> like the the very staunch afrikaans areas like in oranya or whatever and he just like coming in there freaking people out well they were trying to beat him up for coming in there and stuff that was, that was funny so he was promoting like so well, he actually justice. he put blackface on but as like an indian Oh, okay. And he walked into like these sort of like whites-only area type things. Exposing racists and whatnot. No, it was just for fun. Oh, it was just for fun. Yeah, it was just yeah. like comedy. And they would like try to beat him up. And then he'd be like, no, no, look, it's actually me. And they're like, you know? oh, and then they're like, oh, okay. Again. Yeah. That's <laughs> like racist, yeah. like, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that hidden camera show? Oh, like. Candid camera. Yeah, candid it's camera. like racist <laughs> candid camera. Yeah, he uh, did some pretty funny stuff back in the day. Yeah. Daniel Caven, the Dutch old cheese is the best. Check out Pavlov VR and Boneworks are great VR shooters. Oh, yeah, Anything yeah. that doesn't involve motion because I'll puke. Yeah, he, he's not good with that. I've tried a bunch of the VR games. I'm very impressed. I, I really like it. Yeah, it's cool. Alex is we both my have, favorite. We both have Oculus uh, Quest, Quest 2, 2, so we'll probably end up using those for a sub meetup. Yeah, with a little we'll, link Oh, cable. let me check real quick. Mm-hmm. The VR subscriber meetup, the results. Yeah. The results are... Most people said yes, but I don't have VR. That's okay because there are ways to do it through your phone or something like that. We will cardboard. Yeah, we'll make sure that you all know if we go ahead with this how to do and it. Actually, twenty three percent of people, which is quite a bit, said yes, and I have VR, That's amazing. which is good. Yeah. Um, responding to Tyler, if this is from Orc Monkey, I'm not rich and I still sit in my basement, sa- surrounded by all my delicious cheeses. Hopefully, you do not rub <laughs> them on your nipples. Yeah. Jordan Laramore, does China have a viable civil society in any way? And they could. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, ha, huh, that's my favorite stream ever, guys. Okay, thank cool. you. Swiss cheese. Uh, Swiss cheese from LNS again. Thank like you. it, but it's bland. No, Bob it's XRP, <laughs> it's not funny. You guys should be both in suits, talking monotone and directing the facts. It's really not funny. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, hopefully you're joking. Bob. Yeah, I think so. According to Bob, we have to 
be like this now. No, beware of okay. Confucian Con- centers on college campuses. Yeah, beware of Confucius institutes on college campuses. Yes, they'll bite. They'll bite you. No, they're they are really just a tool of the CCP. Yes. Mm. B. Schneider's uh, return to Orc Monkey Cottage Cheese more like cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, I like so cottage bl- cheese. That's pretty bland. Cottage cheese is good. That's bland. Yeah, that's bland because yeah. that's that's halfway between milk and cheese. Yeah, it's really good though. I like it. Yeah. Are, do you put savory stuff or sweet stuff in it? Savory, uh, me too. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be savory. Yeah, cottage cheese uh, is awesome. Zumble Slice is, in, is your opinion China fascist country? Yes, yes, David M. <laughs> C. Number 15, Nicolas Cage movies are, are the, the best. best. Yes, <laughs> that's his, his 15th thought. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's what it <laughs> that's is. That's absolutely, yeah, that's his 15th, his 15th thought. thought. Yeah, Anna Ridgeway, Intermondo uh, yeah. Cultural Consulting. Thank you, TMD Waterfall guys. Thank you, <laughs> Waterfall, yeah. Lou M. Anything about Chris? Woo arrest. Oh yeah, we should have talked about that. Yeah, that is something new. We'll for bring it up next you. time. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. But it's looking pretty dire for him. Yeah, he's PB. going to be made an example. PB go and deprive the world, lads. One fax at, at a time. time. Yes, that's right. Tacit <laughs> yeah. uh, turn with four purple umbrellas is very unlucky. Please never do that again. <laughs> yeah. CCP Shillbuster says have some wonderful Taiwanese freedom dollars. ADV kicks CCP CCP's ass. I Thank you. Said dog whistle CPC. <laughs> uh, CCP Shillbuster is an interesting channel. Go. Check yeah, go out. check him out. He's he, a fun guy. Yeah, he talks about the shills and you know that work for the Chinese government. So it's yeah, good. It's pretty fun mm-hmm. stuff. Very funny. Uh, Dion Chapman, Australia has the baby bonus paid to have a baby. Also, lots of immigration. Yeah, they do. They pay people to have kids. TMD um, says the biggest export of soybeans from America to China. Mm. Uh, yep. Tessa Turin, it's more important to. Da, da, da. It's important to do more than chat. Act. Email your leaders. We sure. Agree. We agree. If you can, if you've got any way of contacting whoever your, you know, head of your area is, your congressman, or whatever your you're supposed to do in your, your country, senator or your whoever, yeah, try, just try, try put it out there. Yeah. Jennifer, sometimes I feel like the CCP are determined to make China a country of locusts and how they strip the ocean of fish and Belt and Road agriculture. That's how the government operates, it's, and it's only to serve the the elite. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. It's unfortunate. Whiskey Neat says, "Keep it up, legends from Outback Australia." Thank, Thank you. you, Cedar Melon. How hard can it be to be vegan in China? What about Japan? I have a video on uh, how hard it is to be vegan in China. It is pretty difficult, but it's yeah. possible. I have a friend who's a raw vegan who managed to survive in China. Very easy in Taiwan. Yes. There's so many vegetarians. Yeah, spe- in specifically because you know the Buddhist the temples Buddhist, and yeah. stuff. They are uh, vegetarian and vegan, so yeah. Tessa Turn says, there's no need to fear the PLA. Every other army has well... I'm not going to go into that. Okay. Clint Brothers. CC, uh, is Chris Wu's behavior common among Chinese celebrities? Um, we'll, we'll discuss that next week. Yeah. We'll give you more more information on him. That'll be in What's New. Das Andamova says, opposite problem with my Chinese girl. Mm-hmm. She ran away from the vaccination center when she found out she was getting Sinovac and couldn't choose which vaccination we get here she doesn't want anything from the ccp well you know I've, I've said this before my wife being a doctor in china she would be in charge of vaccinations when the kids would yeah. come in for vaccinations and the parents if they could would always choose an imported vaccine every, like every time. time imported medicine is seen as trustworthy and local medicine is seen as untrustworthy correct you know so uh hauntus farmer says great stream as always uh, let's hope CCP versus USA ultimately ends peacefully with a rap battle. Yeah, uh, we be, agree. That would yeah. be the best thing ever. We can get Ice Ice T out of retirement or whatever. Ice Cube. What's it? Which one is it? Was, is you, it Ice T? He, he follows Ice T. It's Ice T. Yeah. 
With his cold uh, hard facts. Is it Ice T or Ice Cube? Which I don't know. Which is that? Who do you? You you're his fan. I'm not his fan. I just followed him on Twitter because he's hilarious. Winston has sent me at least twenty tweets from this guy. Yeah. At least twenty. He is a huge fan. Is it Ice T? It's Ice T. Oh, it's Ice T. Yeah. It's Ice-T. He's a massive fan. You know, he keeps um putting this. Read a cold things. hard fact from okay. Ice T. I okay. <clears throat> This is this is one that he put thirty one minutes ago. Ice tea, cold ice cold fact. You are doing better than your haters. Period. I can get behind that ice tea. We yeah. support you. Yeah, yeah, we do. He's, he's, he's a positive guy. Right? He, he's hilarious. He's like he's a massive narcissist, but it's really really sure. funny to see what he puts out there. I like it. It's funny. We like we like we're a big. I fans. can't remember why I started following him, but it was just some outlandish, ridiculous thing that he said, and I was it's like, that's hilarious. To I be fair, it's, it's better than Xi Jinping thought. Yeah, ice yeah. ice cold facts are way better. Yeah, the ice cold facts, man. He should start a book. He should and carry it around. Little cold book. Little cold book. Yeah, you know. What keep I mean? it yeah. chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to keep it in your fridge. <laughs> You pull it out for an ice cold fact. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I get behind that. Yeah. For sure. uh, David Newfeld. Will the CCP and Taliban screw each other over? How bad? Parmesan tofu number one. Uh, big time. Big time. Oh my god. Yeah. We are going to bring that up, but I think there's going to be more developments. Yeah. So we'll let it unfold a little bit. Yeah, there've been some very interesting um, things that uh, Chinese, you know, professors and so on have been saying on how great the Taliban is and all this. So we're going yeah. to put it all together for maybe yeah. next time. Grandpa's old film says, in 1957, I made myself a piece of toast. Okay. <laughs> nice. Thank you for telling us. Yeah. BP, how strong is Chinese influence in South Africa? Do you think it might intensify as in Zambia or South Africa will prefer to keep a distance? It's going to intensify. It's very big and uh, it's very worrying. But unfortunately, the corrupt ANC loves the CCP because of money. And we're just going to see uh, it get bigger and bigger. The influence, I mean. Yeah. yeah. ACAC says, what do you guys think of resistance to vaccines? I can't help but uh, I can't help but feel that all of these regulations are authoritarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they are scary. And that's something I do like about America is that people have choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're if you're an anti-vaxxer and you think it's going to make magnets stick to your arm or whatever, <laughs> like the, whatever, if that's the way you go and you believe in your hippy dippy weird medicine or something, that's totally up to you. And that's that's the freedom you get to yeah. choose that. We may disagree with you, but you get to. Unfortunately, have... it, it will have a negative impact on other people, which sucks. But which, you know, at yeah. least at least you have your own freedom of choice, you and do that's have it. that's that's what it. makes America special. For right. instance, you know, Jed Brown says, "Love you guys greatly. Appreciate your hard work that you do to expose the truth. Um, can't wait to watch the episode after work. Swiss is amazing. It is super good." Tantaju, thank you very much, Lexi Red. Oh, that Tantaju is actually from Switzerland. He's laughing. Yeah, because it's great. Lexi Red says, Swiss cheese just has kind of a flat flavor. You can't eat it by itself like most cheeses. And is that no what Laoai means by bland? That is absolutely no, no, correct. No, 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 no. You are I correct. Can, I can eat squares of that stuff all day. I, I could, but it's boring. It by, no, then you get aged Swiss too, you know, and you get so many different kinds. It's really good. Did Swiss the bowl say aged? I don't think so. Swiss cheese, aged or not, tastes good and tangy. It's not bland. How about next episode we actually do a cheese taste? Yeah, we'll do a cheese taste. Let's do it. Okay. Write it down. Write it down. Okay, I'll put it down. We're doing it. Jimmy O says, stay awesome. We'll do like a bland comparison. Yes. Uh, Arabella, cheese. Yeah, Arabella1213. Glad I finally caught a live stream. My mm. first ever super chat for some beers after the stream. Thank Keep you. Up the great work. Always enjoy your. And it's eight point eight eight. Thank you so much. And That's I'll definitely take you up on that. Uh, Josh Jones says, "How can we get those CCP wraps?" Early, want to watch the whole cotton wrap. I actually did a video. Go yeah. to Lao Eighty Six. It's called China's Cringe Wrappers. Yes. CCP's Cringe yeah. Wrappers. Yeah, you'll find them. 
Glacia, the master student from Brazil studying Chinese soft power on digital platforms to export their narrative. Are there any good books you recommend? Could you maybe one day do an interview for my dissertation? We can entertain Absolutely. that idea. Absolutely, yeah. Um, as far as books are concerned, it's tough. I don't read, so... I mean, I, I read. I can read. But, you know, I don't read books. Um, books on that specific topic, not so much. I read a Haynes manual, you know. Yeah, I'm the reader of the duo. Yeah, he reads books like Xi Jinping's whatever. You, yeah. How else are we going to understand this shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, but Xi Jinping's thought is shit. It is. Bipedal species. Can you, uh, can you please look at the Scottish hate speech laws versus Chinese laws to see which are worse? Seven years in Scotland without actually offending anyone. Actually, bipedal species, I have to, I have to disagree with your statement because Scotland's not a real place. What Unfortunately, you if you put it in here, it'll just come up with a black, a black flag. flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lexi right. Red, did you see the dude's uh, arm turn black from the vaccine? What? No one's arm turned black from a vaccine. I don't know. Tacit turn. Ice T was a great in Tank Girl. Yeah, he was like this kangaroo thing. What know? am I missing out on? Yeah, you got to watch Tank Girl someday. Uh, I've yeah. never heard of it. It's not great. <laughs> then why do I got it? I don't know. Because you, know you can see Ice T as a kangaroo. <laughs> you still didn't watch the freaking Walk to Remember trailer. That's true. I didn't. You have to. It'll take one minute. Okay, well, one yeah, minute. We'll, we'll watch it after the stream. David Pace says, I missed a lot of your broadcasts on the road to Vegas. Took pictures of the wreckage at Liberty Park Sculpture. A bunch of thin-skinned, insecure people. Hopefully, we're yeah. getting some progress on yeah, that, David. Yeah. Uh, Garhent, I like how the CCP soldier is scratching his head with a pistol. Hope he, his drill is... Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Watson, <laughs> imagine you lost an entire segment due to an argument about cheese. Yeah, imagine that. Say, what do you mean a segment? Yeah, well, we didn't lose a segment. No, people, that was our highest concurrent viewers <laughs> yeah, okay. was the cheese debate. Well, it's true, though. It's important. DJ, after each bite of cheese, scream the word the Chinese badminton lady said. What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Grandpa's old film says, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven was a registered six offender. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Big Willie, uh, 21207. The most bland cheese, the only issue by the government when you're on welfare. Okay. The one issued no, by the, the government. Oh, okay. oh, yes. There we go. Okay, guys. We'll, well have we a cheese, cheese battle for sure next time. And then the segment we missed oh. out on went way yeah. over time. Yeah, it looks like Scotland's got uh, black flags again. <laughs> oh, Fix it, Scotland. YouTube. Fix it. Come on. Guys, it's been fantastic having you as uh, part of the conversation once again. Remember, this is a very important conversation that we have here every week. I know sometimes we get off track, but at the end of the day, uh, I hope you all learned a little something from this and can go away with a little bit of knowledge, maybe educate some of your peers or friends and have something interesting to say over a beer tonight. I'm certainly going to have a couple. I can't wait until next time that we get to see you. And uh, I'm not going to cut myself off this time. I'm actually going to wait for it. 